Truck Show Podcast live from SEMA 2018, powered by Nissan, featuring the best factory warranty in the industry, five-year, 100,000 miles, and Decked, the premier storage solution for all compact, mid-size, full-size trucks and vans. Live from the SEMA Show in Las Vegas, the Truck Show. We have the lowered and everything in between. We'll talk about trucks that run on diesel and the ones that run on gasoline. The truck show, the truck show, the truck show. Oh, oh. It's the truck show with your hosts, Lightning and Holman. Good morning. Oh my gosh. It is the final day at SEMA and we lived. We made it. We well, made it to the end. I'm walking on bloody stumps right now, though, <laughs> but I'm still walking. I'm upright. No, it's been an amazing week. We've seen uh, so many awesome cars, so many good friends, so many great people. But what I think I love about this year's SEMA is the fact that everybody was so happy, like just the excitement in the air. It is so upbeat, and everyone is so excited. There are lines to get in, even oh, on the oh. final Did day. Did you see some of those lines for some of the celebrity signings? I mean, we're talking like seven eight hundred feet long i mean thousands of people and you're just going now's the time to go to the bathroom or get lunch yes. and it's interesting <laughs> some of the people that guys were lining up for were like um artists painters um, just people anybody, in the yeah. industry not just celebrities like tv no but from the industry all over really fantastic to see yeah, great well, bills i want to introduce our next guest which is mike spagnola now mike what is your title at sema i'm the vice president of product development for sema and what does that even mean? <laughs> so I help. What kind of product does SEMA have? <laughs> so, so we help manufacturers develop products for the show uh, and for just everyday life, right? So um, we've got engineers on staff in the SEMA garage. Uh, when new vehicles come out or even old vehicles, we can help them with that product development. Everything from CAD data to uh, 3D printing to emissions testing, just whatever oh. it takes to get that. So what you're saying is you're sort of important. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I don't know about that, but, but I'm having fun. Awesome. Now, how does that translate into you being an MC here at the SEMA show in Las Vegas? Because I've seen you do some serious mic duty. You know, I kind of do a lot of different things for SEMA. I'm having a lot of fun. Um, they, they, I get to do some stuff with government relations. I get to go to D.C. and do things. I, Detroit, I work with a lot of the OEs. They have me on at 5 o'clock in the morning doing the CBS uh, oh, yeah. uh, East Coast feed. Oh, yeah. And so... Uh, um, you know, I've been in the industry for 40 years, and so I get... How many at SEMA now? Uh, it's been five at SEMA. Okay, awesome. And uh, just over 40 in the industry. And you're still so loving it. I still love it. I, man, you know, this is passion. I mean, where else would you want to be? You know what's funny right? is, like, SEMA is this, uh, this entity, right? Everybody knows the SEMA show. Everybody knows SEMA, but nobody really knows the people behind SEMA. And there are a ton of great people like you well, who you. have their little, uh, their little areas of responsibility, but it takes all of you to really make the machine work. And this is a massive machine. It is an amazing show. It's an amazing group of people I get to work with. You know, we're all passionate, just as, as you guys are all passionate about trucks and, and just the car industry. We are as well. And we're also passionate about you know this business. This, Do you this have any um, stats on this your show so far? I mean, is there anything of the early returns, if yep. you will? We don't. We know it's a, almost 1.3 million square feet of space. <laughs> uh, we call it stretching the canvas <laughs> because there's so many displays outside, yeah. and just everywhere. We actually turned down over 500 applications to be Whoa. here uh, for booths to be here. Oh my gosh! And as everyone knows, well, maybe not everyone, but to have your vehicle in this show is it's deal. the pinnacle. Yeah. I mean, there's the. 
Yeah, people I mean, build for SEMA, and then they show the rest of the year at their local car shows or their local uh, uh, regional shows or the county yep. fair or cars and coffee or or whatever it is. But everybody, SEMA is the unveil. That's the that's the big daddy. You know, it's always it's been that way a long time for kind of the you know the uh, the everyday builder and even uh, guys that have booths and that sort of thing. It's now become the place for the elite guys. You know, yeah, these absolutely. guys that show. Um, you know, at some of the major shows, Grand National and all that, instead of debuting there, they're debuting here and, of course, trying to be part of the Battle of the Builders. And so it's that's become, yeah, that's become a real thing. So what is it, what's the Good Guys Award? Uh, the big. So, so there's, uh, uh, yeah, you put me on the spot now. I don't remember them all, but. I got it. It's the Riddler Award. Riddler yeah, the Riddler. Award. Okay, yes, so. Riddler Award. Guy, so it's the Riddler, but this is on that same level. It is, it is, yeah. So people are coming here to debut here. And uh, rather than, you know, necessarily the Riddler Award or any of those sort of things. So some of those guys, even for the Riddler Award, will come here and show again. And so it's uh, pretty exciting that yeah. it's just in a few years it's grown to that. And now we've got this young guns, right? We've got this youth initiative. you got to be under 26 years old, and there's a category for those guys. That's and awesome. there's some cool stuff getting built. Well, we had a, an opportunity to do some things with the Young Executive Networks and see education this week and see some of the vocational schools and kids, the high schools come out. Um, to me, that was probably the most exciting thing about SEMA. Normally, I'm here covering the show, and to actually be a part of some of the SEMA activities at your level and, and interact with some of the future of our, our sport yep. was amazing, and, and I couldn't have been more honored to be a part of those things. You yeah. called it our sport. It is our sport. It's our, what, what would you call it? Our it's hobby? Our passion. Our passion? passion. Yeah. It's All more right. than a sport. It's our passion sure. we get to make a living at. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like I, have, I cool feel like that? I haven't had a real job in 15 years. So. Now, did you know that Mike is uh, uh, mini trucks to riches? Mini trucks to riches. Yes. <laughs> so I was. I've been in the truck industry well, forever. Of course, and, uh, of course. I think I started in high school with a 1966 Datsun truck that I lowered. See, it all See? comes back to See? mini trucks. You, you don't know this, Mike, but we have a uh, we have kind joke. of running. Yeah, yeah. Well, not a joke, but a through line. Like yeah. so many of the people that we didn't know that Aaron Kaufman and Mike Finnegan and yep. all these guys were original OG mini truckers, yeah, yeah. and you come from the sport truck industry. Yeah. So 1971, I got a my first my first car was a, yeah. a uh, 1966 Datsun truck little 1300 cc that the gardener didn't want anymore that's how bad it was so funny we were talking to craig jackson and he was talking about how the japanese trucks are starting to come into their own now in the auction space and that he was pretty surprised to see like that's we asked what was up and coming because obviously when we've talked about this before the muscle cars are gone people going to the american trucks but now they're going to the japanese trucks and it's it's interesting and all the mini trucks the ones that were preserved from the 80s and early 90s are now fetching massive money at the auctions if they're in original condition and they're survivors and that's just crazy i mean just insanity so so two things i see is uh i had dinner with craig wednesday night and he said the same thing and that he's actually looking to maybe hire a Japanese specialist just smart. to take care of that segment of both cars and trucks. That's smart. I got to tell you, the other thing is, I you know I work with some of the OEs. They're looking at the lower truck market again, the sport uh, truck absolutely. market. Absolutely. Really? Uh, yeah. I do a ton with the OEs and do some consulting as well. And I've had at least two or three companies in the last, I would say, f- well, probably one company in the last year, three companies in the last three to six months, and at the show, circling back, saying, hey, do you think off-road saturated? Do you think there's a place for a sport truck? Do you think that the, the market's going back? Is that the pendulum always swings? There has to be. We've yeah, been talking is. about this yeah. for a long time. In, in Southern California, close to your office, Mike, you see the um, standard cab, short bed, yep. doing Thursday night races yep. at, at Irwindale Speedway. These So it's yep. guys are like, they're... It's coming. It's well, going to ca- And the whole, you know, you can't off-road. You can technically in the woods and things like that. Right. But 
everyone has a road in front of their house and they can use a street truck right. on it. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you saw there's a pretty cool looking one in the Ford booth. Yeah. And I think you're going to see AOE at least one. Wait, wait, I didn't see that. What is it? What, what are you talking about? In the we, should walk, we should walk down yeah. there. Yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a black lowered uh, F-150 in the yeah. Ford booth. I did not see that. Yeah, there, there's little hints of it here, and obviously uh, SEMA tends to be, you know, two to three years ahead of the curve, and yep. maybe even five ahead of manufacturers. But um, if you're looking around, like they're they're out there, and what I told uh, one of the manufacturers is, uh, you know, what you need to start with is a, an affordable truck. It could have a vinyl floor and cloth seats and stuff, but it needs to have great looking wheels and style on the outside and a good radio start there and those guys will come back that's right yeah good starter you know? truck so no, nobody has it's like everybody does the base model for the for the uh, for the work truck guy and they have crappy radio and a hose out floor and it's you know primer bumpers or, or gray bumpers or steel or whatever it's like take that one step more and give the style to a young guy and upgrade his radio he doesn't care about the other stuff he'll, he'll do right. that in the aftermarket right but give him a, a nice truck to start with i agree i agree and i think uh you know, we you all we all saw the uh, the Chevy SS truck come out. You oh, know, yeah. factory kind of cool looking truck. Yep. Look for that again. I think yep. you're going to see an, at least one or two OEs. I yeah. think there's one in the Dodge booth as well. In fact, I know there is. Yeah. In the in the uh, Mopar booth. There's a lot of hidden gems at this show. Yeah, there always is. Especially the it, truck guy. This is a huge truck show. Huge. You know, it it never fails. Every year I get back from the SEMA show and my kids or somebody will say, Dad, did you see that car? What did you think of that car? Nope, didn't see it. Didn't yeah. see it. Right. Yeah. You just you, just you don't get a around. chance. Uh, you don't get a chance to see the show. Yeah, you, you can be here all four days, and you can hit every aisle and do the 30 miles that it takes on foot to yeah. get through every aisle, yeah. and still you've missed something. Is uh, it still absolutely. 30 miles, or is it now yeah, like 30, 45? 30, 32 miles, I always. 32, okay. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I remember, so when I started, and this is like my 17th SEMA, it was a big deal because it was like 21 miles. Yep. So in those last 17 years, we've gained 11 miles. You know what? Um, <laughs> the tents that are outside, of course, you guys listening, you haven't seen The annexes, this. right? It's, what, it's called the annex. Is that it, Mike? Yep. Um, and they're tents, and you'd ex you'd expect that you got relegated to the tent. You're way off on you know, the beaten path. It's not like no. I make a beeline to two there places. Are I people go, over there. I go to the new products area, which yep. used to be kind of like I don't know. It was you guys have really spent a lot of attention on highlighting the new products, and it's really a great experience. And then I go right to the tents because those are some of the newest well, uh, companies. Here's what's interesting about the, the tent. tent and they, they took the traffic through to yep. go to the racetrack on the other side and all the Uber and all the taxis. So you're forced to go through there and then it opens up a whole new world. And you're like, whoa, I had no idea. So I think that really helped you guys get it traffic did. over there. It did. Smart. New products now, 3,000 3, products. It's the most. 3,000? 3,000. Oh outside God. the floor, it's the second biggest place buyers go. Wow. So and those are all judged, right? Because they're, they're awards. Yeah, absolutely. And, and guys, I don't know if you saw what's going on across the street. We lost the gold lot, of course, yeah. but in the next three years, they're going to add 600,000 square feet to this place. Well, I that's like, a, that that's like be, a seam and a half. I thought that was going to be a hotel. It's more convention no. center. More convention center and hotel. It's going to go all the way out to the so It's going to have like a sky bridge and everything, it is. so it'll be yeah. easy to get over yep. there? Yep, so the, uh, we get that online. Or are you guys going to add an extra day? Uh, I don't know. The, well, that's, a good, that's a good question. We may. We yeah, may you have might to. have to. I don't know we if I can cover it in four days. Did you say it's going to be online by 2020? That's fast. 2021, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been here since Sunday, and I haven't seen the whole show. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I don't even know what I would do. You can't see it. It's, it's, it's impossible. impossible yeah. And then if you try to go over to the sands as well, 
I mean, that's, that's a, another big that's show in itself, thing, right? Yeah. So. Hey, Mike, so um, I know you have to go. You've got to go shuttle Jay Leno around. That's yep. a yeah. tough job. Yeah, it's a tough job, yeah, but somebody's got to I'm glad it, you right? put your security uh, guard uh, yeah, yeah, armbands on. I know. Come on. <laughs> I'm, wearing my ink. I'm wearing my ink. You reject. What's wrong with you? So wait a minute. He has one of those fake uh, neoprene sleeves. Yeah. I know it's fake. Because it's not skin color. I've known Mike for a really long time, and he was showing it off to some people in the booth, and I walked up. I go, I kind of had to look a little tougher today, right? I kind of had to look. Then stop putting the button down and leave it on. It. You have to own it at this yeah, point. Own it, own it, you live know, it. So, I, so I got to tell you a funny story. As I, I uh, went to the Blink 182 concert with my kid. Saturday Please tell night. me you're wearing those. When I we was. Went. You did. I, I had a long sleeve <laughs> shirt on, and uh, and I, you know, we started to go in. I had a flat bill hat, hat on. Of course, my son made me take the flat bill hat oh, off. Yeah, because you're not you're not uh, Fred Durst. <laughs> no, no. But then we got to the our seats, you know, and I rolled up my sleeves, and he had nowhere to go because they oh, were set seats, I right? Love it. So he had to sit next I to me love all night. It. With my, uh, with my Wait, by the way, dad, I hate you. You weren't the only dad that was sleeved up, just so you know. Yeah, I know, but theirs were real. It's yeah, <laughs> you know? true, it's true. Hey, uh, before we let you go, where can our listeners go to see a recap of all this? It do you, Is there, it's yeah. being videotaped? Yeah, so and Seam Ignited is probably the best place. So Seam Ignited. Yeah, Seam Ignited, which is our evening show. Yep. Yeah, so there was a huge turnout for Seam Ignited, and uh, they can go to seamignited.com and, and have a look at it. It's awesome. What a, what a great opportunity for those guys to uh, to enjoy the show the way we have, and actually probably better than we have because I haven't seen it all. And we're tired, and they're not. <laughs> we're super tired. And I love what you guys are doing. This, this is a great show. Oh, thank oh, you very much. appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, thank you. You've never kidding. listened. I have. Are no, you, you haven't. Are you, are you kidding? I love it. Dude, it is a long drive out here. So. Yeah, 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 it is. It is. No. I love you guys and I love uh, trucks. You know do, what else? Do you ever listen to the show and go, "Oh God, you too"? Because yeah, <laughs> we've both like, known yeah. you for a while. Yeah, now. Head in hands and yeah. go. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I have, I've done that as well. <laughs> He's honest. Yeah, he got me cornered. So he has heard the show. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, you're the best, Mike. Thank I really appreciate it. Thanks, man. Holman, you're not. I, this is going to be a surprise for you, right? So I'm walking down the hall, and I'm in front of How's the. How's this uh, surprise? There's a person standing right in front well, of me. He's standing right here, but okay. So I picked up a listener along the way. I was right. walking by I, the, the you're, super. You're picking up listeners. I'm not now. actually picking up. I like. It. Okay. I'm walking along. I'm passing. I think it was at the uh, Superlift booth or something. Oh, and and he called you Holman. And, no, <laughs> no, he didn't call me Holman. No, when he walked up and he said, "Hey, I'm listen- I listen to the show." Blah blah blah. His okay. name is Alex, and he works at Ford. But then I looked down on his little lanyard, and it said that he's based in the Palo Alto office. Uh-huh. And I thought the same thing that you did. Uh-huh. Well, I'm not aware of Ford being in well, the everywhere. Bay Area. Sure, of course they are. Okay, fine. Whatever you say. What I'm saying is that doesn't sound. It's not Midwest. It's uh-huh. not SoCal. It's in the Bay Area, which means it's technology based. Right? You'd guess. I don't know. You would assume you let me so. ask the guy. I, well, now we're going to find out. So, right. Alex, thank you for listening, one, and stopping me, and two, <laughs> what do you do? Uh, so, basically, I'm a fabricator, build a lot of the test cars for um, highway-assisted driving and See? Uh, uh, other projects that they oh, wait. dream up. So. Do we hate him, then? That's why I brought him <laughs> over. So is he the is he the guy that we were talking about that's making the cars that don't have the steering so, wheels? Um, and imagine how conflicted Alex is. Oh, he listens to us, okay. yet he's building our demise. Right. So he was yes. the guy that's working on the pods, the steering wheelless pods that are coming to pick up your family and take them to soccer, so that nobody has to have a driver's license anymore. Yes, and he imagine. But and he's, he's a, a truck fan. He's a truck guy. Yes, but there's some tech that gets more truck fans, like. Uh, Using sensors to automatically shift the car into four-wheel drive, keeping people less okay. stuck on the trail, helping them get out of maybe. the way. Maybe. That's a stretch, but maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, see, I see the angle here, but uh, okay. But yeah, it's a, a lot of fun. We get a lot of freedom, and we're 
small group of like two people. And so do you guys ever like? Wait, whoa, 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 a small group of two people that, that build cars and there. Okay. So and do you guys ever like run over trash cans just for fun? You're like, oh, autonomous driving. Sorry. Well, we have a couple te- play, you know, Raptors for fun. So <laughs> yeah, we take those out. You so have you- Raptors for fun. Of course. Oh, so this is my. So this is a true story. When I was uh, beginning of college, all right, um, I had a buddy, had a had a Bronco. And uh, we went up to Bel Air to go uh, to go down to Hollywood, and, and we had a friend who lived up there. We Bel Air is the it's 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 wealthier than Beverly Hills. Yes, and so we we picked up our friend and we went down to Hollywood and partied and went to some clubs and stuff. And on our way back, we may or may not have been driving by uh, houses that were under construction, and may or may not have pointed the nose of the Bronco at a couple of porta potties and started pushing them <laughs> uphill in the streets of Bel Air until one of them tipped over. Oh! And just poop was flowing all, and then we got out of there. Oh, it was a sea of poop in Bel Air. Yeah, I totally. saw that movie. Yeah, right. Exactly. It was and, crazy. Uh, but what's cool is like if we had autonomous driving at the time, I would just, or if I was coding those cars, I'd be like, run over porta potties <laughs> and then blame it on the software engineers or something like that well that's what the hacking team does so they try to uh hack the cars to keep the uh, collision avoidance from going off so we set oh, up boxes with like aluminum foil and see if we can make them run into it is that true there's hacking teams yes well there have to be right yeah. yeah i mean with, it's all about security because yeah, a lot of stuff's going under the cloud right. and you don't with, want people taking over your car or your steering wheel is pod when you're right. uh you know exactly now yeah. you're kidnapped by a, the, the the robot army and uh so alex skynet <laughs> Alex, I like you. I don't dislike you as a person. No, yeah. I, I seem He's like a listener. Be nice. No, no, yeah. no I'm not telling you. I feel. I feel like we could hang out. You mentioned Raptor, but I don't know if that fully um, uh, gives him a pass on the autonomous driving stuff. Uh, just don't know. Well, wait. Now he, he told me on the way over here that his office has got what 200 people in it, something like that, right. and he's one of a very small minority that have driver's licenses. Oh, interesting. Yes. Interesting. Can you drive stick? Of course. We have a okay. GT350. Okay. All right. <laughs> so I had a friend of mine who worked for General Motors, mm-hmm. and he ran PR for the Hummer brand. And after Hummer closed, they put him on the Chevy Volt team. And I told him that was his purgatory and his penance for being in the Hummer world. To the rest. So we need to do the opposite with you before you're allowed back into trucks, I think. You need to pay your dues somehow and cleanse your soul I of this some, robotic stuff. I have some videos of cars before they go to get scrapped of uh, sending them off nicely. So Cliffs in Alaska? Because that would be no, awesome. No, it's not that fun. But <laughs> Holman, you don't know this. We, we had a long walk over here. We're going to be hanging out with Alex at King of the Hammers. Oh, interesting. So he's doing his best to, like, okay. you know, to, to right the wrongs. All right. In, in our eyes. Uh, I just found it interesting, though, that you're working with a, a, a sea of employees that we're like, what? It's all the people that are pushing the industry in one direction, and the rest of the country is like, why do we need autonomous cars? Why do we have this? Why do we have that? And it's the people that you work with that don't have licenses that think that the rest of the world shouldn't have licenses and just sit in a pod. Well, that's true, but there's also another aspect, which is uh, revenue generating. So about, you know, uh, autonomous so you're trying to put you're trying to put Uber out of business. Basically. And the Amazon it's, drivers. It's a huge, you know, uh, race, right, to see who can uh, get, you know, make that profit without having to pay a driver. And you know it's about delivery. So do you have like a giant air cannon? And so when I get like my new sofa oh, yeah. from Amazon, and it just shoots a sofa out of a giant sofa-sized <laughs> air cannon right to my front porch through the and they miss and they go through right the window. Through your wall. But, but then I don't need to I don't need to put it in the living room because it's already there. Right. <laughs> well, we love you, but we hate your job. I understand. Um, but at least you should know that there is still some automotive enthusiasts there. I, I so. appreciate that. Um, I'm still on the fence about Alex. To be honest with you. You are? Yeah. I, I think I, he's a good guy. No, no, great guy. <laughs> great guy. I don't hate him personally, but I don't know that I can ever stop 
fully hating. You know, I because th- everything, everything that he stands the, for is, is evil. There's a dark side of his heart somewhere buried where he's like, meh. Now, if he said, I wanted to work for Ford and I just didn't want to live in California or I didn't want to live outside of California and this was my opportunity to, to work for a big giant automotive company and not leave where I'm from or whatever. Okay, I could all. I'm warming up to him at that point. So yeah, I'm from Mountain View. So okay, so you didn't I, go very far. No, yeah. Okay, I. I all right. Um, can we check in with you? Uh, maybe at King of the Hammers, and we'll see. Of course. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll be I'm, with uh, Jason Shear under. Uh, oh, like very cool. Be of good Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shear, so. Absolutely. Can we? Um, no, he's got the credentials, Holman. It's he's legit. I, I, but no, I, I know, guess but he's got a dark just, soul in the enthusiast can, world. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's something about it's just there's stuff I can tell you that's exciting okay. off the air. Okay, here we go. Oh, okay. All can right. I give you um, a provisional okay? I'll, get, I'll, get, I'll accept it provisionally for now, and then I will make a. I will fully decide by King of the Hammers. Okay, that's yeah. fair. That sounds good. I can maybe buy you a couple of beers and push you, you over. Know, we're, we're starting to yeah. walk in the right direction. <laughs> when you guys are drunk and you're hanging out at Chocolate Thunder, which <laughs> yeah. is the name of a mountain, by the, by the way, way, yeah, it not is. a porn, a porn, a porn <laughs> film. Um, what that backdoor shootout? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's got yeah. it down. All right. Well, we're warming up to you. Just right. give it some time. And you have to promise that one of those truck show podcast stickers shows up on an autonomous truck. I could do that. And it'll also go on the beer fridge. Okay. Oh, oh, we wow. like that. Yeah, we that's like even that. better. So I think, I think we're going to be friends. Did you, you okay, said you picked him up. How did you actually find him? Did he recognize you or how did that whole work? Yes. Yeah, yeah we're cool. standing there so, and he walked by. So Lightning by. and I were in different places and Lightning's like, hey, I found a listener. Come meet me. And so that's what we're doing here. So Yes. I was walking by and I've been looking for you guys trying to find the Lund booth. Oh, it's yeah. right over there. Okay. Yeah. And then I saw him magically. Well, I appreciate it, Alex. And we're going to check in with you again. All right, I appreciate it. Yeah, we'll see you guys out at King of the Hammers for sure. Thank you for listening. Right, yeah, Honestly, no, no. Yeah, absolutely. Real. Thank you, and, and, and share the uh, Truck Show Podcast gospel. Oh, definitely. It's a good show. So. Which is whopping uh, three people in the office that uh, are into trucks. Yeah, that's three more listeners. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We'll take every single one <laughs> every of them. Every single one of them. We just gave away two really cool awards. And $10,000. Uh, yeah, 5000 to two recipients. Yep. Uh, we gave away the SEMA Best, uh, what is it called? The Best, best Toyo Tires. No. Sema, the, best? the Best SEMA Toyo Tires Car. Here we go. Hold there on, hold on. Toyo Tires SEMA Top Build Contest, the best car and the best truck and SUV. Right. All right. So we gave away two $5,000 giant cardboard checks. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they're going to be able to cash those. Uh, I would love to see Chris, <laughs> the guy standing next to us, try to cash it. So Chris Church, you just took home five grand. Uh, talk to us about the truck, your 1940 truck. Uh, it started off as an um, inspiration from a 1955 Porsche um, 356. The color actually is a, a Porsche Sport Great Classic. You That's have what expensive we, taste, my friend. Oh, we do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm addicted to it. Uh, European design, European uh, ideas, um, honeycomb grill, you know, everything was very low, and it's all about traction and horsepower and performance. And this thing is a 1940 Ford, uh, slammed to the ground. Yep, full um, air ride, AccuAir. Okay, yep. awesome. Uh, it's got a Wagner Motorsports. Uh, LS3 Wagner. Based okay. on an LS. We were trying to figure yeah. that out earlier. Yep, based on LS3. Uh, we, Why did you choose that powertrain? Uh, number one, the size of the engine compartment. It's incredibly tight. Um, uh, five liter Coyote would be a Too real wide. shoehorn. Very wide engine. It's been yeah. done. Uh, they do very good work. Uh, there's another company that built okay. one, uh, but uh, LS, good package. Um, huge fan. I've got two other cars. Uh, one of them's LS, and uh, I'm so it was easy. You were, you were familiar so with it. So this is yeah, a blown 376. It's 935 horsepower, 800 foot-pounds of torque. 800 plus foot-pounds of torque. Oh. Yeah, we finished it uh, Friday night at six. Loaded onto trailer at eight. Uh, drove halfway here from Portland, Oregon. 
uh, got a hotel, got up the next morning, and I was late for my noon show up on Saturday. Oh no, because oh. they'll screw up your that'll screw up yeah. your placement inside they, the show. They closed the door at four, so I was out. Oh no! I rolled in first thing in the morning on Sunday. We waited in line, um, let all the big trucks go through. That's what they were loading in that day. We were sitting over in the far corner, and uh, the parking lot guy comes over, and I said, "Hey, man," because we were supposed to be outside. Uh, from what I was told, we were a second placement for CNR Racing, and we were supposed to park outside. Uh, the parking lot guy comes over and says, I got I got something for you. Um, how about we take you up to the SEMA booth? It's the yeah, best spot right. in the house. Yeah, exactly. It is, man. They moved us straight from, uh, from where we were supposed to be. Uh, maybe it's because of our day that we came in. I don't know. It was well, just perfect. Whatever. The uh, the stars aligned and, and your your lovely wife is standing over here. We should have her come in come because because the real story about this truck, yes, it's six-figure, beautiful, quality craftsmanship. You won like 1% of it back in, uh, in your Toyota Award. But the reality is, let's talk about who it's, the owner of this truck is. It's all about my wife. That's the whole reason we did this. Uh, her love for the truck. I fell in love with the 40 style a long time ago, and I love the car that I drive on a daily basis, which is an Audi. And my wonderful, extremely talented husband Aww. put those two together for me and made hey, it a what's reality. What's your name? Oh, my name's Angela. Angela. Nice so, to meet you. So, Angela, who birthed this project, though? Like, where did it come from? Did you find the truck? Did he find the truck? Did you Were you on a search for it? Swap meet find. No way. <laughs> Not even a joke. Wow. I, I bought it at a swap meet, and she calls me up. How was your day at the swap meet? Oh, it was great. How good? <laughs> I said it was pretty damn good. What'd you buy? Bought another truck. Uh, I've, I've got a couple. By the way, there's not there's no such thing as too many trucks. Wait, so wait, I think he said a couple and he winked. What does that mean? <laughs> I've got a 64 C10 LS powered, 550 horsepower, 1952 Ford F1, small block 350, uh, rolling on 20s, uh, rolling on Toyos, of course. Uh, all my trucks have Toyos. Um, <laughs> Bought an 18 F250. Uh, that's that's our tow pick. Oh, basically. that's your that's your dream truck. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a nice truck. Not yeah, not yeah. fully loaded. I can't afford that. So yeah. you've not driven your truck yet. I have not. It just was finished last Friday, and so it's made it into the trailer and out of the trailer. But pretty soon. More importantly, do you know your uh, local police officers? I do. Because I have a feeling you're going to be meeting yes, them. Yes, we have some friends in the law enforcement. Okay, yes. you know you need, you need one of those junior officer badges that is right next to your uh, driver's license for when you get pulled over in your fancy new truck. Exactly, yeah. I'm sure that'll come in handy. Um, also, a little wink every once in a while doesn't, doesn't do me any. Doesn't hurt. <laughs> doesn't right. hurt. So, if people want to follow you guys on social media and check out the build, where do they go? Yeah, I've got a couple. Uh, okay. North, Northwest Churchman, that's my uh, my regular. You could probably see some of my other cars and trucks on there, too. Um, and then I've got uh, 40 Shades of Gray. It's uh, 40 underscore shades underscore of oh, underscore, underscore gray <laughs> underscore. Man, I hate Instagram. <laughs> I, love, I love what it can do for us. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, Full build photos uh, from beginning to end. I think I've got actually the the picture of the swap meet find, how it originally started. We did go awesome. to your Instagram. It, it, it kind of uh, followed from the uh, origin all the way to today, actually. Yeah. It's really cool. It's very cool. So I've got a lot more to upload. Congratulations. I, I think this is probably going to uh, top off your SEMA week and make oh, this maybe the best SEMA ever. And I hope you guys have a lot more fun. Yeah, and, I'm uh, not coming back next year. Why bother? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, guys. This has yeah. been a ton of fun. I can't, uh, can't believe it. Appreciate, for, uh, appreciate you making some time for us. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Stan, what is your official title at Toyo Tires? I'm the Senior Manager of Events and Sponsorships. Oh, dude, that's so many words in his title. That means he's important. That's what we know. <laughs> the longer your title, the more important you are. That's what we've been told. Wow, now I feel really special. Thank <laughs> you. Okay, so we're standing in the Toyo Tread Pass, and for those of you who haven't been to the SEMA show, this is one of the 
um, premier area. It, it's not right? just a premier area. Everyone has to walk through it. Everyone has to walk through it to go between halls, and it is air conditioned, and uh, it's a tent. So people hang out in the shade and get to see all these really awesome vehicles. How many? There's like 25, 30? I have 16 vehicles under the tent, and then another 8, 12, another probably another 15, 16 vehicles just outside the truck pass. Wow. Okay, so here's the thing about Toyo. These are not purist cars. These cars are unique. These are these are the vehicles that are different, a little wacky. Somebody has a, a, a crazy brainchild. They're mixing different brands and engines and vehicles and really coming up with their own unique dream of what their truck should be, like their ultimate vision, and they're doing it. And I think Toyo rewards that because that personality of the brand and, and who they like as their customers. So right? there's a Porsche outside. I don't know what year it is. It's older, like 80s, and it's a hybrid, right? Yeah, that one is built by the uh, LA Street Fighter, or Street Fighter LA guys out of uh, in El Monte, and they decided to put a Tesla motor in a 964 Porsche that was also done with an RWB wide-body kit. <laughs> See what I'm talking Sacrilege about? Sacrilege all over the place. We've had trucks with LS motors and... No, absolutely. And that's what's... I mean, the SEMA show is, is really is a show. I mean, you can kind of liken it to a fashion show where you're seeing the craziest stuff out there, but... You don't really see it on the street. This is just something that's just wild. These are the yeah. Kanye Wests of cars. <laughs> I, I think so. There's some Yeezys out there. You know, I think they're, they're, they're definitely wild. And the the artistry is awesome, exactly. though. The the um, craftsmanship. I think all of the, the, the quality of vehicles you have here are always exceptional. It's always one of my fa uh, favorite places at SEMA. But it's just you really, it's not personalized in the sense that it's neon pink and, you know, all crazy in your face. It's personalized in the sense that if you spend a moment with it, whether it's a car, truck, whatever, you walk around and soak it in, you can really get a feel for what the owner was intending to do with it. And I love that about it because the, just the modifications tell a story of who the owner is. And I think that's really cool. No, absolutely. That's a lot of people, you know, the, the Volvo uh, military taxi over there. Yeah. I mean, that thing is is wild beyond belief. It's it's based in Iowa. They use it to go tailgating. I mean, the motor. Because why not? <laughs> in, 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 this, uh, in Switzerland, I guess, or Sweden, Sweden. They uh, The name of the motor, I'm not sure what it's called, but it translates to a boar or a pig. So they molded a boar's head on <laughs> On the, the intake, right? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're wild. I mean, they're, again, because they're, they're about fun, you know, and that's what, that's what this is all about. So I'm impressed with what you did here. How did you find all these vehicles? Are you following all these guys on Instagram? How are they ending up? Because your job is difficult. You start with a blank canvas every year. You know, I'm going to have a, what is this, 100 yards, and I, I need to fill it with cars that people will oogle over. How do you even start? What do you do? I would just cry. That that is always a challenge, but it's a fun challenge. Um, you know, I pride myself on, and anybody who's worked with me before, they know that I won't take any vehicle that is in a debut. So, you know, most of the time I get just renderings or just rough, you know, in progress photos. And that's got to be hard too, because you oh, have yeah. to make sure you're dealing with somebody who's going to follow through. Yes. So I, I've been burned a few times. I'm not going to name any names, but so there is chance. But a lot of these guys are people that I've worked with in the past, just in just in other shows. They have a reputation or they referred to but to somebody else. So, you know, I, I have that luxury of being able to get to work with a bunch of great builders and they can usually supply me with something that is gonna blow my mind. And they know each year we have to step it up. Every year we get compliments and it's great that we have so much uh, feedback with positive feedback from all the vehicles that we get in here. So we always have to step it up. You know, again, you know, people are saying, you know, this year was better than last year. So you now that's where the pressure comes is to find something that's 
to top what we've always been doing here. He actually said yes to my truck one year. I remember it being in here. And he saw the renderings. He says, okay, well, it's kind of... And I said, wait to see the bumpers and the roof rack. And I think that's maybe what won him over. But then I, I, I... Tried to do a double dip on the second nope. year, and he said, nah, no, no. "Been there, done that." I'd like to think I'm tight with Stan, but no, it didn't work. Well, you're not hey. tight with Stan, but I, Stan has his own standards. Right? <laughs> I wave below them. Way there's below. business Stan and there's friends Stan, so you know they're definitely totally different. All you right, know, if I, I'm, right. A, I'm a hard on when it comes to these kind of things, so it's uh, nothing personal. The reason that you turned me down for a second year makes me excited to come back to see. Well, of course, because it's going to be the other different stuff every year, yeah. right? Jay just wants to like who beat out my spots. <laughs> yeah, right. right? To see this guy. My, one of my favorite pastimes, though, is seriously turning perfectly black round Toyos into, like, uh, magic white uh, smoke. I, I love doing that, and uh, hope we can do that with you for many years to come. I don't mind. Burn them up. Buy more. It's fine with me. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thank you so much for having us out and, and letting us uh, MC your, your giveaway, your event here. I don't know why. What possessed you to have us do that for you? Because I'm confused. Uh, you guys are my homies. And All right. You were available last minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lightning and Holman, and we are in this massive and beautiful booth that says Weston. Since uh, 1977, which you know what that means, right? I was seven. I am younger than Weston, and you are older than Weston. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. So with us today is Mike Stickney, and uh, Mike, what's your title? Uh, I'm the national sales manager for Weston Automotive. All right. So you know just about every product then. You're the good person to be speaking with. I'd like to think so. Okay. <laughs> so, so Weston has, you know, for I guess people our age growing up, we'd always remember them as the Weston push bars. And I think people think of that when they go to Weston. But the reality is Weston today is a huge company that touches all aspects of the truck aftermarket. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, we started out with, you know, you know, three inch round, you know, sidebars, push bumpers, uh, Fay bumpers. Uh, some of the, you know, the older people would know that. Uh, but we do have, we have a lot of new products. We have the- Wait, uh, sorry, would you call it a Fay bumper? The Fay bumper, yeah. I don't know what that is. It's uh, F-E-Y, so it's a, a replacement bumper, like an OE replacement bumper for uh, the older trucks. Um, okay. You know, so that that was one of the, the first products that we had had out there as well. Uh, a lot of the new products we have, we still have those, those you know, legacy products as we call them, because uh, people don't like to be called old. Yeah. So, uh, you know. Like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Same thing. Yeah, you know, those from before 1977, right? So, uh, but uh, anyhow, yes, we have those, but uh, we have a lot of the new grill guards. Uh, you know, we've we've you know done some changes to them. Uh, we have some new sidebars, new running board steps, uh, and then we have our new new bumper lines and a lot of new Jeep products. So we we you know kind of revamped the line quite a bit, grown it, changed with the times, and uh, you know keep the old stuff and get a lot of new stuff. What are some of your more successful out of your new products? So you're talking about revamping and coming yep. to market in different areas. Where, what's really taking hold with your uh, customers? Uh, well, you know, a lot of the new products, you know, from the Jeep, you know, side of things, we we had never really been in the Jeep, you know, product categories. So really? Yeah, yeah. So with the Jeep products, you know, we started making them with the JK, uh, and then with the new Jeep JL. Yeah. Uh, we do full replacement bumpers, sidebars, rock rails, uh, sliders. Uh, we do skid plates, we do LED light mounts, so we, we, we kind of outfit the whole vehicle from an accessory standpoint all the way to the interior. We do floor liners, so we have our surfit floor liner and our profile floor liner, and we do those not just for the Jeep, but we also do all those products for the trucks. So uh, on the truck side of things, we have full replacement front and rear bumpers, uh, we have our outlaw bumper, our HDX bumper, and now our new Pro Mod bumper. Uh, from a grill guard standpoint, uh, we have our, our original ones, which is the Sportsman Grill Guard, uh, but now we have uh, the, the HDX Grill Guard as well, the heavier duty version. Uh, but our new 
uh, Bandit you know, grill guard. So it's an HDX Bandit grill guard. It's a full replacement bumper grill guard combo. Oh wow! Um, yeah, and then we have our new uh, Sportsman X, which is our new LED uh, grill guard. So that's that's something new and different. Uh, it kind of integrates some of the LEDs into it. I want to be Mike's catalog printer. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I mean, at Weston, we have uh, over seven thousand uh, products. Wow, uh, over seven thousand part numbers. Yeah, sure. Excuse. Um, so yeah, I don't want to be the warehouse guy. No, 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 no. no, no. Or the IT guy. Right. Yeah, so, oh yeah. Right. Oh so, what would you say the market differentiator is? You versus some of the other brands that are making, you know, bumpers or LED that type of thing. Yeah. Well, one of the differentiation is uh, we have our own engineering staff. So we have uh, fourteen engineers in house. Uh, we do all the fit-ups, we do all the mock-ups, we do the engineering from start to finish. Uh, one of the other factors is, is we manufacture a lot of our own products. So, uh, you know, we, we, we take pride in what we make. Uh, we also make sure that when we build it, it fits. Uh, if it doesn't fit right, nobody's going to want it. Yeah. Um, you know, if you ask around, Weston is known as a product fitting the first time. Um, you know, so it's, it's that quality, it's the finish. Uh, and, you know, again, it's, it's mechanic friendly. Uh, we try to make as many of our products a bolt-on product, so you don't have to cut, weld, you know, change anything on your vehicle. Uh, you know, somebody buys a sixty-thousand-dollar truck. La last thing they want to do is cut it. Yeah, absolutely. So most are designed to be assembled in the garage. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a good uh, DIY uh, type of product. We have some products that are you know more suited to uh, having a mechanic do it uh, shop. Some of the bigger bumpers and that. Uh, but you know, anybody with some good hand tools and uh, common sense. Some of those people exist, so uh, you know they're good at, at putting that stuff on. And so new for 2019, what are we looking at? Because you are debuting some new products here in the booth. Correct. Yeah, correct. We have the the new Jeep JL. Um, so uh, new Jeep JL products. Uh, we've got you know outfitted uh, as we've seen here, uh, new fenders, uh, full replacement fenders, bumpers, skid plates, sidebars. Uh, and then on the uh, 2019 Chevy Silverado uh, for the half ton you know, cr crew cab, which is what's available right yep, now. Absolutely. Uh, we do the uh, you know the front grill guards. So we have our Sportsman X, we have our HDX grill guard, uh, and our regular Sportsman grill guard for it. Uh, we do sidebars, so pro tracks, drop steps, you know, you name it, all the different sidebars that we make, uh, toolboxes, headache racks, and then same 2019 uh, Dodge Ram 1500. Uh, they have the crew cab out now, uh, the new body style, and we have all of those same products for that. Uh, as well as the Pro Mod front bumper, uh, which is our modular new uh, full replacement front bumper. So it's 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 one of the the new products that we're highlighting here at SEMA. We're gonna have to take another five minutes after we leave, Mike, because I see this whole other section we didn't even I, get to. I didn't to. even know you guys did recovery gear, and uh, there's all sorts of stuff. Yeah, I know we do all uh, LED lights, we do uh, towing, we do steps, we do grill guards, bull bars, bumpers, um, you know, sidebars, obviously. Uh, we do floor liners, uh, wind deflectors. Um, so if people want to buy your products, uh, website. Uh, yes, it's uh, westonautomotive.com. And on your social? Uh, it is Weston Automotive on Instagram and Facebook. Can't believe you have a voice left after this entire week. It's, I can tell it's going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We've, had couple, we've had a couple of late nights, and uh, it's it's definitely affecting us by this point. Well, I can definitely tell Mike is the woohoo guy, right? Yeah. Is that what it is? <laughs> a little bit, a little All bit. All right, man. We appreciate your time, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Perfect. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Oh, man, I hate to have to do this, but I got a jet. I need to leave you with a recorder so you can go get interviews. Okay. I have to go set up. Uh, so I'm on my team. own. All right. Well, okay. uh, you go do that because I don't want you to fail and make me look bad. Yes. And uh, and bring shame upon the Truck Show podcast. You so go get some good stuff. I'll go get some interviews. And uh, we can't let our listeners down. We've no. uh, had some incredible SEMA stuff so far and a lot more to come. So. All right, I am standing with a good friend of mine, John from S-Pod, and uh, this guy revolutionized uh, switching, I guess, accessory switches yep. in, uh, in off-roading several years ago. Uh, amazing company, but I've got like one of your original boards in my JK for uh, controlling accessories, and at the time, 
your, your products were awesome because it allowed you to add accessories without tapping the battery. Now I come over here and everything looks completely different. What are you doing? What are you up to, mad scientist? <laughs> hey, you have to stay ahead of the times, man. If you don't, you get left behind. You know how it goes. No, yeah, 12 years, it has to evolve, and, and that's what we're doing. So, yeah, as the industry changes, you want to evolve with it, and that's what we're doing, and we're also expanding. So, uh, we're so diversified now, we're, we have contracts with the government, Freightliner, wow. now with Caltrans. Good and, for you, my Oh, yeah, so, so anything with the battery, basically, we're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, from RVs to boats. <laughs> so, how do some of the newer systems work? What, what, what are you offering these days for uh, the current truck and SUV, especially Jeep owners? So, um, not only are we uh, miniaturizing uh, systems, uh, we're, go we're getting away from mechanical parts. So, by doing that, we're going solid state. So solid state's been around since the fifties. Great you for know? vibration oh, yeah. off road, oh, right? Oh, everything. Yeah. So as a matter of fact, that's a that's the big uh, a big fast growing part of our business right now is the uh, racing industry. Okay. So the run, you know, all the Ultra Four guys are jumping on board with this stuff because it's inexpensive and thirty amps a circuit and does everything you want to do. The nice thing about going solid state is you don't have relays, you don't have fuses, you don't have to worry about all those mechanical parts failing. Plus, it's fully programmable and expandable, so you can run multiple controllers. Like uh, the uh, take for instance the Sprinter vans, those sure. things are growing like crazy right now, yeah, right? Absolutely. So they're running multiple controllers in our in their vans. They're using our Bluetooth app. They're using touchscreens up in the front, HDs in the wait, back. Wait, wait. Bluetooth app, touchscreens, oh, yeah. all the controller accessories. Yeah, man, you're waiting a while, man, John. <laughs> <laughs> my S Pod is uh, like seven years old in my JK. It's gotta be been, older, right? Uh, yeah, well, me seven. Well, the 07 is still around. Mine's a 12. My personal one's a 12. Okay. And uh, I got it in uh, October of 11 and we did the s-pod right away. i've never had an issue with it so i haven't had to come bug you <laughs> so i mean and I, that jeep's that's been everywhere great. i mean how many moabs oh, five geez. or six oh and, man dude you know that, all thing, the that thing's a relic i think that, that that was before we even had our i think we changed the harness on that and everything dude maybe i need to come up and take you out to lunch and have it swapped yeah, out for the newer model that, <laughs> all right i'll, I'll do that that's a fair trade lunch for a new uh s-pod model sushi though you know for five oh, people yeah, no. <laughs> oh, maybe yeah that's probably about the same value as, uh, as the yeah. parts here yeah right so where oh, do you go cool. next? What what's, what are some of the other cool things you're looking uh -huh. at? And, and I know that you guys sort of really got heavy into Jeep, but you're in so many other things. Toyotas have been growing oh, yeah. fast. Oh, yeah. And yep. yeah. So basically the overlanding. Uh, what's coming up next is we've got a lot of good feedback from, from those people, the overlanders, yep. the commercial industry, and the race guys. So what we're doing is we're combining all three of those, those different demographics. And uh, since the new design incorporates uh, basically computers on all our controllers yeah. and the systems, we're able to come up with cool new unlocking features. So picture back in the days when people wanted to unlock their, their uh, I don't know, their PlayStation, sure. had some type of hack for it. Yeah, right. well, we're gonna be able to do that now with our systems over the air. So a guy wants to get set up one of our systems in an Alter 4 car, but he wants to unlock all the bitch and stuff for it. Yeah. So they could do that now over the over the air, they notify us, we could send a, send a link to them with their so that app, download the app. That the, the product they're getting is scalable, and so oh. depending on what their needs are, you can unlock certain feature sets for them. Yes, exactly okay. right. That's that's a good term too, scalable. Yeah. And and in same thing with the with the you know the overlanding guys, they could they could upscale these, downscale them, you could dumbify them. You know, there's all kinds of things you could do with them. How many switches do you get with your with your biggest panel? Um, there are eight switches. And then can you daisy chain them, or you just yes. add an extra controller? Yeah, or? and so you could run three different types of controllers on okay. any circuits. Hard rocker switches, yep. our HD uh, heavy duty panel, or the touchscreen. Okay. And you can run multiple thereof. So you could run a touchscreen up in front of the cab, 
hard rocker switches in the back or run okay. multiple controllers. And yes, you could you could daze chain up to multiple circuits together. Like if you want to put three of our systems together, daze chain yeah. them, one touchscreen could control up to four wow. of them. Wow, that's Just swipe that's the touchscreen back and forth. So what does it mean when some of the manufacturers are starting to put up fitter switches in the vehicles? The Jeep has four and yeah. the Raptor has six. Does that affect your business or are you sort of doing something a little bit different now? No, no, we've adapted to it and, and uh, what we did is we, we know that, that that was coming. Yeah. So we prepared for that ahead of time. And and so what we did in doing that, we have inputs on our system that allow those upfitter switches to connect directly to our system. <laughs> <laughs> so you well, can you control go. our system. So, there you go. So yeah, so and it, you know, four switches is not enough and ten amps a circuit, nah, it's not gonna cut it. Right. You know these right. deep guys. It, it's, yeah, 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 right. It's all about cost. <laughs> it's already kind of eight to nine enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, two yeah. systems. So yep, just plug and play, add those switches. Just plug and play directly to our system and awesome. you're ready to go. So I, I, for those of uh, our, our listeners who aren't familiar, tell them a little bit about your background and what you did before this, because oh. it was pretty pretty interesting. I think people uh, would find that pretty fascinating. Yeah. Well, I'm, a, I'm an off-roader by an you know, enthusiast, or an enthusiast for 38 years, so we've always had to make our own stuff. But my background is precision sheet metal, and I'm a mechanical engineer, and I've made stuff for anything from if you walk into a Vaughn store and go into a drugstore, those kiosks you sit down at, yep. I designed those and made them. Yeah, so, weird. Yeah. <laughs> so, cool. so medical industry, I used to fly out and work with surgeons in the spinal industry yep. with Medtronic and design all kinds of cool medical instruments. Disneyland, the controller boxes. I yeah, for did. like animatrons and stuff. Like all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was really cool. So, <laughs> so when it, I go on Pirates of the Caribbean, I can go, my buddy yeah, John had, I, a, had a piece of that. As a matter of fact, uh, the, uh, what is it in, uh, with Mater and all that. Oh yeah, 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 cars. Yeah, yeah cars. cars yeah. So we actually built one of the full full-scale Maters or whatever oh, you it is. Did? Yeah, yeah, and all the animatronics and everything. Oh my gosh. But yeah, it See, was I, cool. I, I knew people would find that interesting. It's, it's like, oh, you know, this guy, you know, obviously knows what he's talking about with electronics it, it, and stuff like that. Well, I can't even, I can't even hook up a car stereo, <laughs> and here you are having like no. multiple daisy chain controllers Dude, and crazy stuff. So. Trust me, I don't know. I know enough to get myself in trouble. I'm, I'm more of a mechanical engineer, but I have good resources. Yeah. And I have. And you guys make an amazing product, family oh, owned, you. made yeah. in the USA. Oh yeah, 100%. I mean, all, all, all that stuff, and, yeah. and you guys have, uh, you, you and Cindy have been great. For friends for a long time. And I know, that's the nice thing about this industry is the, the friends we made yeah. throughout it, you know. Well, I, I, I love doing stuff with uh, <laughs> with my friends. I'm so happy to have you on the, the podcast and hope you guys have had a great show and uh, sell a ton of stuff. Oh yeah, we'll do it, baby. All right, buddy. <laughs> I'll see you out in the desert. Sean, love you. All right, bye-bye. This is Holman and I am standing in the Chevrolet Performance booth here at the 2018 SEMA show in uh, Las Vegas. And oh my gosh, there is so much truck stuff to see here from wheels to suspension, everything else. In front of me right now is my good friend, Mark Dickens. And Mark, can you uh, tell us a little bit about what you do for General Motors? What's your title? Because I think it's pretty interesting. I am the executive director for performance variants, performance parts, accessories, and motorsports engineering. That's a pretty long title. <laughs> so we are standing here with the uh, the Hall race teams matching 2500 and uh, ZR2, the race truck, and their new tow rig. How did that come up, come to be? Because I was walking in the show, came across your booth, and that's the first thing that caught my eye. Obviously, I've been racing with these guys in the uh, ZR2 before, but to see this beautiful setup, trailer, matching truck, wow. Yeah, we just thought it was time for Chad to be pulling this, this uh, beautiful ZR2 with something new, something with the Duramax in it. Um, this was a no-brainer. The cool thing too, we were able to, since we have responsibility for accessories, we were able to give them all the accessories with it as well. So, you know, this truck's loaded out with everything that we have. And of course, he wrapped it with the same graphics as it is a race truck. So, 
it does look awesome. The it's two of them gorgeous, together. and that's an L5P truck right there. So that yeah. is the latest and greatest that you guys have, and what a killer setup that truck! I love that truck. We talked about the L5P on the uh, the podcast a lot. What a great engine! Yeah, certainly. I, I guarantee it doesn't know it's pulling something this light behind it. Yeah, it's, right. It's built for it's built for towing for sure. So speaking of the race truck, that kind of parlays us into the the whole reason for the conversation is we have this really awesome looks like a lifted Chevy Colorado ZR2, a silver one that's parked right across from the uh, the race truck on the trailer, and these two trucks are related. So what what is the reason and the tie-in with the race truck? Yeah, so as you know, last year we were actually out racing the, this truck as a development bed for all of our performance accessories. Not only was it the development, it was the validation. So we validated this, this set of hardware that's on this truck. And what we did, and we're announcing this year at SEMA, is these same sets of parts, the same exact design, the same hardware is now available for sale. And you can go into your Chevy dealership and buy everything that's on this truck and wow. go build your own race truck. So that's the concept vehicle that's, or the vehicle yeah, that's sure. sitting to the right of it is, that's a production-based truck with all the same parts, all the way from the jounce shock kit to the long travel suspension, the third member, everything on that part you can go in your Chevy dealership and purchase. And you guys have had, you know, it's it's a very uh, whole vehicle approach, right? So you've done everything from upgraded Multimatic DSS V-Shocks, you've done uh, different leaf springs. I mean, the, even the, uh, the way the rear suspension works with the differential cover. I mean, this is everything from the race truck is finally available for the everyday ZR2 owner. Yeah, that's right. It, it, you know, we, we lean back into our, our, our good friend, uh, Brian Cadella, yep. you know, with all of his off-road race experience. Absolutely. And uh, Tom Gearman, who's here with me. And we actually that co-developed this stuff with Chad. And the cool thing is, you know, like, you, you know, when you go racing in the desert, tuning the dampers, for example, that's, that's a big undertaking. It takes time and effort and tuning. It's not something you just want to try for the first time. If you want something that's capable right out of the box, we released that exact tuning in these dampers so you're able to go purchase the chad hall tune which is really cool which is awesome now your area of responsibility it has been things like the zr1 and the uh the zl1 and all the corvette and camaro and you guys have brought a lot of that racing technology to the market and this is the first time you've really done that on the truck side yeah it, it, that's a that's a really good kind of neat segue between the two um, my background really has been in the, heavily in the Camaro space, the Z28, Z01 that you mentioned. And what we did for, in uh, Chevy here is we actually use that same philosophy and development concept of where we go find the experts in the company and we give them a single point focus and say, hey, you make the best of the best. What the customer, under, you understand the customer base, go design the vehicle for them. Sure. And uh, we, we get out we lay out the requirements and we set the team with missions that seem like they're unattainable at the time they start. And it's amazing when you get the right people, what you can do. So how awesome is the new truck, you know, a, a stock ZR2, which in its own right can hold its own and is a fantastic vehicle, obviously won our uh, four-wheeler magazine pickup truck of the year. What's the difference like from that truck moving into the one that has your whole suite of parts on it? Yeah, so I know you've been out to Saguaro Trail, right? Yeah, you, absolutely. You've been on our proving grounds. Yeah. And when you get on the whoops and you get on those two-foot, three-foot whoops, and you get on a production truck and you're running across those whoops at 50 miles an hour, and you're amazed with that. Yeah. When you bolt on this set of hardware with the jound shocks, it's absolutely mind-boggling how fast you can go through there flat out. Yeah. And then when you actually throw the truck 
you can get some a little bit of air underneath of it. It's like you're landing in a pillow, the Jown shocks. Well, the, the development mules that I had a chance to drive were awesome. I was really blown away. So to, to have that level of capability now available to, at the dealership level, um, are, is the dealership able to install all the pieces? Well, the, these are these parts are actually intended for off-road use purposes, okay. and that's the angle that we took these forward. Is we, you know, as you know, the capability of the Zero Two out of the box yeah. is really high, high, and we think people that drive on the, you know, we got that three-legged stool that we talked yep, about yep. at launch. You know, great on-road use, great off-road use, but you know. One of the things we wanted to do is enable our customers that might go further down the path of like off-road racing or you know desert running, things sure, of that nature. Yeah. So if somebody's going to start to focus their truck in that area, instead of turning them free to unvalidated you know parts that don't really know the basis of the truck, we thought we would rather load them up with, with parts that were engineered by the same team that actually engineered the truck. Yeah, I think that's really important to talk about is, is all of your Chevy performance products are validated by the very engineers at Chevrolet and they're designed specifically for your vehicle um, and understanding what that foundation is of the base vehicle. Right, and, and really the, the mission we set the team out on early on is saying, hey, let's make this stuff so that the normal person can bolt them onto their truck. You know, I really didn't like a down shot kick. It'd be really easy to weld on brackets. Yeah. We're thinking that's fundamentally not something somebody wants to do on the weekend. Most sure. people, right? And then there's obviously those that race full time. That's, yep. that's a different story. So, you know, this kit actually is a clamp on bracket that gloves the frame and strengthens the frame area where that down shock's at at the same time. So, Which is taking a lot of loads from impacting anyway, so you're kind of killing two birds with one stone. That's right. Have you guys announced uh, pricing yet? And also, will the shot, will the parts be available independently or is it going to be sold as one complete kit? That's a good question. So fundamentally, the way the integration of these parts are, we really were looking at people that might want to stair step into this. Okay. Like, you know, hey, th this, this week I might think, yeah, or this month I got a little extra money Maybe I want to do a front leveling kit. I want to pick up some extra suspension travel in the front. So that part, those parts work individually. Most of the parts will work individually. There are some parts, like for example, the third link, the third yeah. member requires right. the diff cover. Yep. But most of the stuff is designed so you can increment your way up. And, and we have not, uh, we have not announced pricing yet. Okay. So. Are you getting uh, more travel out of the new suspension or the suspension upgrades? Yes, yeah, we, we ended up picking up two inches of rear travel. Wow. Yeah, okay. so, and the other thing is too, because a desert racer goes out with, you know, a couple spare tires yeah, and some right. tools, a jack yeah, in the weight, back, yep. we have designed this to carry that extra weight okay. with, you know, be able to drive it very aggressively. So the trim comes up 50 mils in the rear sure. when, when you install the kit, but you can carry that weight to get that trim back down and get more of that level ride. So Colorado, Huge, obviously, this is a big push for you guys, especially with the midsize truck market about to heat up. You've got TRD Pro with their new suspension. You've got Ranger coming out. You've got the the Jeep JT coming out. I mean, this is the place to be. This is where all the fun's happening. So it's awesome to see Chevrolet responding and and the accessories division coming through and making sure that you guys have an answer and can keep the the Colorado not only competitive but make sure people can grow into them and have fun with them and all that. But that kind of brings us to the next topic, and that's the all new 2019. Uh, Chevy Silverado 1500 built on the new T1 platform and we've had a, our good friend Tim Herrick on yes. to talk about uh, everything uh, T1 and he had brought up the fact that you know Trail Boss and AT4 come with a two inch lift from the factory that was designed into the, the frame and into the chassis from the beginning. However, we talked about those parts being available. We haven't really followed up with anybody on what that means. Uh, are you guys uh, 
offering the lift kit and when will it be available and maybe take, from an accessory standpoint, walk me through that a little bit. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good segue between the two because the full-size truck, when, we, when the architecture is being created, there was a decision early on to make this lift kit integrated to the chassis such that you can do an additional two-inch lift. And I know Tim went through that with you. And, and fundamentally, the intention at that point was some products will come from the factory with the two-inch lift, but we wanted to make that kit available and as an accessory. Sure. And it is available now. It is um, available at your Chevy dealership. So you have the ability for the models that don't come with the lift kit to be able to add that to the vehicle. And, it, and the cool thing of that is... So you is, could have a high country... Uh, 1500 and you can have off-road performance all in the same truck. That's right. Yep. And you say Love there's that. a combination with the powertrain. Maybe it's the 6.2 that you couldn't get a lift yeah. on. Hey, you can add the lift kit to it. And, and it does, it's integrated and, and it's fully warranted, fully backed. And, you know, things like the front half shaft, you know, okay, we know we're going to be running a higher angle. Right. So in our kit, it also comes with the front half shaft. Okay. So that you I don't have any durability issues. I believe there's a little bit more travel on on the uh, the lifted versions. Yes. And, and, and really the running angle of that half shaft is the issue. So, okay. you know, now you're running at a little steeper angle. So hey, we, we want to make sure that people aren't going to be 100,000 miles down the road yeah. and start having issues with their, their sure. half shaft. So our, our goal is to make certain right out of the box, you've got that same dependability that you start to count on from your Chevy trucks. And what's included in that kit? Uh, it has every single fastener, everything you need to install it. That's wow. the nice thing. You don't be, you don't have to be chasing around, yeah. you know, looking for what it takes to go into the vehicle. It comes with the full instru instructions for mounting it. It comes also with uh, Rancho shocks with that yep. truck. Yeah, the Montezu Ranchos. Yes. Yep. So basically, you can turn any truck into a Trail Boss or an AT4 by just visiting your dealer. And what's the price point for the kit? Uh, I think it's running right around fifteen hundred bucks, okay. if I remember that's actually, correctly. That's yeah. actually pretty uh, pretty darn reasonable for what you get, especially being factory backed and not voiding your warranty. And um, you know, I I'm not gonna lie, I've got dreams of having a high country up on uh, up on some bigger wheels and tires. So. so we'll see what we can do to help that. Any other truck news at the show we should know about? Well, we still have our, our, our all of our accessory lines. You know, yep. things that we were talking about last year, as far as you know, the induction and exhaust systems. You know, yep. all the things that are fully warranted and backed. By the way, drove a uh, 6.2 uh, 1500 with your exhaust on it. Oh, oh my God! Isn't that incredible? Wow! I had one for four months as a capture uh, test. It's I, just, I did not want to turn that truck back yeah. in. That and the uh, kicker uh, audio system in the multi-pro tailgate <laughs> uh, available on the GMC um, Sierra. Wow, that's, yeah, that's, that's another fun one. I mean, it, 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 not only are you guys making the functional parts that people want, but you're making the parts that make the trucks more fun. Yeah, that kicker system, that's something I'm so glad that that's out now because yeah. when you drop that, that tailgate and you look at it, you can see the speaker pockets and yeah. you go, dang, this yeah. really needs speakers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I have a Bluetooth amp system back there that you can yep. tailgate with our and be able to our, play music. Uh, truck train, pick a truck of the year competition, we had one in it and oh, did you? had a chance to, uh, to blast the stereo out on the trail and they yeah, really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's something I think there's a lot of people, a lot of uses for that one, whether you be out in the middle of the woods or you're sitting at the... Uh, local football games and yeah, hanging out with your friends. I, I think that's one of those wazoo features you, you show people and they're like, wow, who knew, right? <laughs> I mean, something like, why didn't I think about that? And uh, that multi-pro tailgate is, is unbelievable. I, I'm kind of curious, is that going to be specific to GMC from the factory or is that going to be an accessory part that somebody could add to their vehicle that didn't come from the factory mm, that way? It's an interesting question. <laughs> we'll have to take a look at that one. All right. All right. Well, you heard it first. Uh, I just gave uh, the... Uh, <laughs> Just, just gave the idea for uh, all of you Chevrolet owners out there uh, to Mark Dickens about uh, adding your multi-pro tailgate with a bow tie badge on it. 
He's just nodding right now because he knows that he can't say anything, and it's I'm putting him on the spot. Money. Yeah, right. It's going to cost me royalty money. Yeah, right. It's going to cost if we end up doing something like that. Well, yeah. thank you so much for walking us through all the uh, all the updates for uh, the accessories program here at the 2018 SEMA show. And uh, man, I can't wait to get out on the trail and, and test the final version of that new ZR2. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks, Sean. It's great talking with you again. I enjoyed it. All right, thanks. We'll talk to you soon. All right, so right now I am at the uh, Rancho Dynamax booth here at the 2018 SEMA show, and I am with uh, Mike Sipe. And Mike, uh, what is your title? I'm the Rancho Product and Marketing manager well, with with Rancho Dynamax and Thrush. All right, so you got all three brands. Yeah, sure so, do. So you're a busy guy. We are really busy. A lot of hats. All right, so we got a couple things to talk about. Number one, you guys have a huge assortment of JL stuff that came out, and uh, you guys just won an award. We did. We won the uh, best new product for our uh, JL Sport Suspension System. It's a two-inch or a three-and-a-half, depending on what application uh, you actually use it on. And now you guys have some innovations in your JL suspension. I know everybody here has a JL suspension. But you've done a couple things that are a little bit different than everybody else. A little bit more effort, a little bit more detail in the engineering. Let's talk about that. Yeah, first thing is uh, each corner has a specific rate and height uh, to keep that vehicle level. So you're compensating for even fuel tank and, Absolutely. and, and driver weight yep. and things like that. Yep, that vehicle is as level as could be. Uh, we took a lot of time to make sure that we did that appropriately. The other thing we did is we introduced uh, in our shock design, uh, DRS, new technology we're introducing for the first time on the RS5000, RS9000, and RS7000 line. It's a dynamic rebound spring that engages to help with sway, as well as uh, you go through those big oscillations sure. like train tracks or whoops in a trail. How about head toss as Head well? toss, yeah. it reduces a lot of that as well. Awesome. And uh, what are some of the uh, some of the sizes and what can you fit? What kind of tires can you fit? I know you guys have a couple different um, uh, budget levels in the yeah, new JL yep, suspension. Yep, so the one we won the, the, the award on with SEMA, um, that's a two inch and it's really developed around a 35, but we're giving you roughly four and a half inches of extra down travel. Um, that one's surrounded around 35s. I heard guys are putting 37s on it, but <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah, right. Uh, but the three and a half uh, short arm system that we just released on November 1st today, Yeah. Uh, that's really designed around 37s, but I know some guys that are running 38s and maybe right. 39s All on right. those Good as well. Good to know. Good to know. Yep. All right, and then you guys have a, a like a, a rock crawler suspension with some really cool bushings and things like that as well. Yeah, so um, with our new short arm system that's available November first, uh, we've surrounded all the control arms, the track bars around our D2 technology. That's a, a it's a bushing that's got maintenance free, um, sh no noise. You go in there, tons of tons of articulation. We've developed that with Twisted Jeeps. Um, they're a rental company out in Moab, Utah. They've got 20 Jeeps running around 16,000, 17,000 miles a year. We get tons of feedback from oh, yeah. them guys as they're going through inspecting Ton these vehicles. Ton of durability oh, uh, testing as well, Fatigue right? Fatigue testing like you would not yeah. believe. Uh, and then you guys also, have, obviously, you do a lot more than JL. Tons of new half-ton pickups are out. You've got uh, you have the Ram, the new uh, 1500 from Chevy and, yeah. and GMC. You guys working on those platforms as well? Uh, one thing I can tell you about is uh, we've got our new T1XX uh, quick lift and a new product showcase. It'll be available in a few months. Okay. Uh, you get that, that lifted height that you can get right from GM now, but yeah. you can get it from us in a quick lift, install okay. that thing easy, put your alignment on it, and throw 35s. Awesome. And uh, a couple exhaust products on the Dynamax side. So two new two new products uh, spe specifically for the JL. We've got a dual exhaust system, and then we've got a delete uh, pipe that comes. You actually remove the muffler and install it, and it's going to retail for less than 100 bucks. Awesome. And get basically more ground clearance, right? Lots of ground clearance. It tucks up just under, and it just comes 
just below the factory bumper. Very cool. All right, well, I appreciate you uh, carving out some time today at the uh, SEMA show, and uh, congrats on the award. Thank and you very much. We'll talk to you guys soon. All right, see you. Hey, this is Holden with the Truck Show Podcast, and I'm standing in the Skyjacker booth here with my friend Lonnie McCurry Jr., who is uh, his president. That's right. All right. And uh, Lonnie, you guys are coming up on what anniversary of work or of being in business for Skyjacker Suspensions? This is going to be our 45th anniversary. I'm sorry, what? 45th. 45 years. It's really exciting for us. We have, we have three generations working there full time every day. We, we love it. Three generations and you guys all come to work in uh, family business. Obviously, there's a lot of consolidation in the industry right now, but the Skyjacker and McCurry family going strong and, and keeping it a family business. Well, thank you. Uh, we get along almost every day. You know? <laughs> we, we have our times, but sure. at the end of the day, we got to all pull it back together and realize what's most important. and. Uh, you know, do a good job. Awesome. So uh, we're standing here in your booth. You've got this amazing old Ford panel. What year is that? That's a 57 Ford panel wagon. Oh, man, uh, it's beautiful. I don't think I've ever seen very many of those. No, no, I, I definitely haven't. And this one's special because it's got your suspension on it, but it also has a, a Cummins transplant. And uh, mm. the thing's beautiful. It's uh, lifted, I don't know, probably like 12 inches higher than it was stock. It's got a set of what? Oh, yeah, 40s. 40s. Yeah, full 40s. And that thing is gorgeous. I bet it's drawn a lot of attention this uh, this week. It has. So many people love when you restore the old iron and then fix it up. It's got sometimes a lot more meaning and heart to it than a, a brand new vehicle. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about some of your new products this year. I know JL is huge for uh, for Skyjacker. Yeah, it, it has been. We, we've put a lot of time and effort into that to not just build a lift kit, but also try to put some newer technology into our designs, like a dual rate, long travel coil spring. And that works really good. But, you know, Sean, then we try to take it a step further, and we actually go safety test these things. Okay. Um, you know, we, we, we take it to a, a third-party uh, place who does the OE testing yeah. for the Stabilitrack. Sure. And they put it through all the same, you know, panic maneuvers and make sure that the vehicle still corrects itself. And then you're not going to get any lights on the dash because right. you took a corner too fast or you like driving mm -hmm. quick or whatever. Because the first thing is we've all got to be able to get to and from the trail on the highway <laughs> safely. <laughs> Absolutely, right. Uh, you know, and so that as long as we know we can do that, we all understand anything can happen off-road, yeah. but we don't want that to happen on the highway. Absolutely not. And then you, looking here in your booth, you've got the uh, the black and gold uh, four-door jail that you had out mm -hmm. at Moab this year mm -hmm. on the 40-inch Patagonia tires, Milestar Patagonias. Yeah. And uh, this has your, your new high-level or high-end kit on it, right? Yes, it does. It's, it's complete with all the adjustable control arms, upper and lower, and adjustable track bars. And it's allowed us to run a four-inch lift with full 40-inch tires. That's crazy. With just a bolt-on off-the-shelf That's kit. crazy. I, I remember when a 33 was big. Oh, yeah, know, that's right. Insane tire size when you had a 33 on your Ranger or something like Absolutely, that, right? Absolutely, yeah. Sure did. And, uh, you know, so we also, you know, take it into the two doors, and we have the Rubicon, the non-Rubicons, and now I'm super excited to get my hands on a scrambler. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that thing is going to be uh, announced about another week or so at the LA Auto Show. I'm excited. So you guys have a couple different price points for your JL kits. Uh, you've got something different over here on the uh, two-door uh, in your booth. And, and what's the difference between the, uh, the black one and the red one here? Well, the red one, we went more of an in entry-level kit, just an out-of-the-box package without a lot of upgrades. And, uh, and it still, still flexes really good. Yes, it does. And he, I mean, he drove it from Pennsylvania to Vegas you know, for the wow. show, wipe the bugs off, put it in yep. the booth, and he'll turn around and drive it right back home because a lot of people do that for their wheeling. They'll wheel it there, take it on the trail, and take it back home. And so it's, it's still fully functional, and you get good articulation out of it, too. 
And what's next for Skyjacker? Obviously, the half tons have all just been renewed, especially the uh, Ram 1500 and the uh, Chevy Silverado 1500. You guys working on those? Yes, we're now it's, it's back to the truck world yeah, now. Right. So we, we need to get busy on the trucks and, uh, you know, as well as the Ranger and yeah. things like that of interest. Uh, a lot of stuff coming so up. We've got a lot of truck stuff to you, do you now. You're going to have a busy year. you got a lot to do. Uh, it's, we're actually really looking forward to the next year. It's going to be fun, really. Awesome. And, and let's talk about Skyjacker, the business, a little bit more. You guys are based in Louisiana and West Monroe and family owned and made in the USA still yes we are uh, you know my dad always had a, a, a motto that he wasn't going to build and sell anything that he wouldn't let his daughter drive yeah and of course now I feel the same way of course you do yeah, you know because <laughs> it's my daughters you, yeah. you know that's driving it and I do use my children a lot of times for some R&D of new products sure. I'll put it on one of theirs and yeah. Get feedback. Oh, I, I've seen your family you know. fleet. It's quite impressive. <laughs> well, you know, it, it Everybody it in helps. town knows when the uh, the McCurry family's running around, right? <laughs> yeah, they do. But, <laughs> you know, it, it helps them it, because that's how we really learn, not just, you know, building stuff, but yeah. going and using it and seeing what needs to change or improve. We've made so many improvements through the years. We, we don't ever just build something and don't touch it for 10 years. Right. You know, we, we keep changing it. Well, yeah. congratulations on 45 years of being in business. I Thank think that's you. quite a testament to the, to the family, to the business, and especially in times like these where everybody's getting bought up and it seems like every company's owned by an investment fund or hedge fund right, or something like right. that. And, and you guys are still doing what you've always done. And well, thank you. We're doing it because we have a heart and passion for this. We like it. and. I look forward to going to work every Monday morning. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing uh, the next kits that come out and, and wish you another 45 years of success. Thank you so much, Sean. All right, thanks, Thank Lonnie. I'm standing in the Dynatrack booth with a good friend of mine, Jim McGean, owner of Dynatrack, and uh, you may remember him uh, from a few previous episodes, including the Off-Road expo episode. and now we're doing our SEMA bonus uh, SEMA episode. <laughs> and uh, there's a couple different things in your booth than what we saw at, uh, at Off-Road Expo. Are you holding back on us? What is this? <laughs> well, actually, one of them we actually had in the Off-Road Expo booth. Uh, we just did such a terrible job of showing it, no one knew it was there. So, uh, I don't know, you know, we, we like to show stuff at Off-Road Expo. SEMA's a big event, but there's so much going on, and we, we, we want to release new products throughout the year, not just one big bang. So, But SEMA's kind of the, the big kahuna of oh, yeah. car events, so here we are. and. This is our uh, Pro Rock 44 for the Jeep JL Wrangler. So bolt on, Pro Bolted. Rock 44, yep. so front axle. Right. Has everything you need. Uh, I, I've noticed that this has the uh, the axle, front axle fad, front axle disconnect is no yeah. longer here. So for those of you wanting to get rid of that on your on your JL, Dynatrack has a solution for you. Yeah, that's right. And and you know I think we we hit it just at the right time. So <laughs> I don't know whether you've been watching, but on social media it's like four, four guys I, that have broken yeah. them right in half. No, so, I, I think so. two of those are my friends, <laughs> and I'm like, oh well, good job because they're going to go see Jim on Monday. In fact, one one of the guys actually came in and bought a set of our Hardcore Plus axles. Uh, <laughs> a week ago so I, I was laughing because everybody said oh well you know the front axle disconnects fine it's it's beefier than the old axle in fact the structure that's on top of it on makes that axle stronger and i'm like Ooh, I don't know how many JL axles I saw completely broken like that. So. Yeah, but they know, were running some pretty big tires. I, there is. And, and you know, I, I, I got to tell you, the, the, the axles that Chrysler put in the JL are definitely better than the ones they put in the JK. Yeah. But but customers have to understand that the limitation, limitations. There's still limitations. <laughs> so, you know, you can't just expect that 
a stock factory axle that conforms to all the carbon footprint government requirements, cafe standards, sure. and things that that a company like Jeep has to has to by law comport, comply with. They just don't have the liberty to to do all the things they'd like to do, and and which is good for us because that we're here to fill in that those customers that need more durability, those customers that need more performance, that's our job, we do that every day and we love it. And so what happens, obviously you have to disconnect the uh, front axle disconnect and you have a, a wiring pigtail that's now hanging on the side of your Jeep. It, does it cause any lights on the dash? Is there something that you can do to let the computer know so that there's no issues once you put an upgrade to a ProRock 44 in the front? Yeah, so there's, uh, you, there is one thing you need to do, but it's commonly done. You remember in the JK, uh, people bought uh, a small device yes. that plugged into the OBD2 yep. port and that allowed you to make some adjustments. There are products like that for the JK, so you just need to get one. There's three of them that I know of, and uh, basically you just uh, program in that the fad has been, the front axle is deleted. Deleted, got it, And okay. uh, we supplied this ProRock 44 with new shafts, so basically you're ready to go. What uh, uh, what U-joints are you using on them? Uh, so right now we've, we're releasing them with a 1350 U-joint. Oh wow, that's a pretty beefy to, size. Yeah, to keep it compatible with the outer shafts got that it. are in okay. there. Yeah, uh, we have upgrade on the JLs over JKs. Yeah, and we do have some more things down the road, but we're not ready to release that or okay. talk about that today. All right. Uh, one thing that's a little bit different that people might not expect is uh, our ProRock 44 for the JK uh, used the JK ring and pinions. Yes. Well, we decided that for the JL, we're going to keep the JK ring and okay, pinions. Okay, so you're going away from the Advantech stuff, and the yeah. JK ring and pinions are actually a little bit bigger That's than the correct. old, uh, or yeah. than the new Advantech uh, stuff from That's data. That's correct. So the, the JK gears are slightly bigger, uh, and we just don't have any evidence that the new JL gears are stronger than they sure. are. I'm sure they're good, but I don't think they're stronger than JK gears. Sure. And the new differential, uh, that's in the JL is a different selectable locking diff. Uh, there's not enough of them out there yet to really know how tough that is. Sure. So by keeping the JK gears and being able to take any off-the-shelf JK diff, so you have ARBs and E-lockers or anything else that's made for a JK and you put it in here, if you go with the Advantech gear, then you're going to have to use the Rubicon locker. Right. There's no, and we don't know how good that's going to be. Or yet. how many options there are if you need to replace that with an airlock or things that maybe might not be out in right. the market yet. And, and one thing is a lot of people aren't aware of it yet because not enough people have gotten into it, but uh, the bearing kit and all the things you need to do a proper gear change in a JL is very expensive right now. And the amount of effort and labor and expertise needed to change those gears, it's it's a lot more work. Interesting. Whereas okay. lots of people out there can do JK gears in their sleep and so yeah. by doing this it just makes it a lot more friendly Much easier to install overall lower cost high durability uh, and easy to get replacement parts for too sure. from lots of places and remind me where do people go when they want to check out uh, all your products well of course Dynatrack.com and remind uh, remind people of your awesome warranty and uh, your your made in the USA uh, <laughs> mantra well that's a big thing obviously everything in this product 100 percent materials, engineering, labor, everything, all USA. Uh, that's the way Dynatrack is, that's the way we're going to be, uh, and we're not changing that. Awesome. And uh, we just, uh, the warranty, we give a, a solid 12-month warranty on all our products. It's, there's no mileage attached to that. If you have a problem, uh, if it broke, if it's your fault, our fault, or nobody's fault, you know, we're here to help you. That's our job. So. And that's why you guys have been in business for how many years now? 
30 years. 30 years. This is our 30th year. We were just year. talking to uh, our good friend Lonnie McCurry Jr. and uh, it's their 45th year in business, which is unbelievable. And it's, I kind of feel like with guys like you who have been in the industry and buck the trend of being bought by people, it's sort of like going to a, a wedding and they, and they say, all right, who's been married 30 years? You stand up, you're like, I got this. Who's been married 45? Lonnie stands up and you're like, all right, all right, I got, got a little ways to go. But yeah. it, it's great to see family and, and, and people running businesses like this that cater to the enthusiasts and that you guys are, are both companies making your products here in the United States and uh, and with pride and, and back it. So uh, always good to see you, my friend. Thanks, Sean. Hope you had a great show. Oh, yeah. Thanks a lot. Take care, man. So James Fonsbeck, how the hell are you, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you, Sean? So I'm sitting here in the Expedition One booth at SEMA. Yep. And I don't think I've ever seen you guys have such a big booth, which must mean you're kicking butt right now. We're, uh, yeah, we're, we've had a pretty intense year. It's been very busy. Yeah. yeah. I, I've been watching you guys on Instagram and on Facebook and, and watching all the new bumpers. You've had a ton more applications coming out, Toyotas, yep. Colorado, Rainbow mm -hmm. JL. And the bumpers are cool, and, and but that market's super saturated, and so it's really hard. And what I've really Very. been excited about is I've watched you develop this mule cargo basket and rack line, which I yep. I think is awesome because I think that that market is is still really immature, and mm -hmm. I think that that's a space where you guys could have some serious growth. And I love the design aesthetic and what you're doing. So well, let's walk through some maybe some of your new bumpers, and then let's walk through the mule stuff. Right, let's walk through it. Go ahead, ask me questions, what do you want? All right, so let's, uh, so here's the uh, new Colorado. Yeah, here it is. Is this a, uh, this is a ZR2? This is a ZR2. I actually have this exact truck, except mine's red that I'm driving right yeah. now. And you guys have a full replacement bumper for it with yep. the, uh, with the high hoops and headlight and hood protectors. And yep. was this a, what made you go into Colorado and ZR2? Was this a demand of people? Are you really seeing that kind of growth in the midsize market? Yeah, we are. I mean, um, there's, surprising, there's a lot of people that are very into the ZR2 specifically. I mean, the Colorado came out six, in, the, in 16, right? Yeah. And when I saw it come out, at least for us, when I saw it come out, I was like, oh, that's great, you know? And um, we wanted to start, I actually started designing the bumper for it then. Okay. And um, what ended up happening is somebody requested a GMC Canyon bumper oh, instead. Oh, interesting, okay. So I made a GMC Canyon bumper front and rear just to see what that market was like. I didn't really know, but it, it wasn't a big market for us. It just was kind of stagnant is the truth of it. So, but but the rear bumper, I mean, they share the same rear bumper, right? Yeah. Front bumper is different though, but we, I had already had the base design for this for, for years and I just, it was one of those where I didn't know whether it was going to be a big hit or not, right? I watched you a lot yeah. doing stuff with them. Sure. And you thought they were, I mean, you talked them up pretty good. I mean, yeah, so. I'm very impressed with the truck. Yeah. and and. Uh, so we were like, uh, when I had, it, it was a little bit random. We had a, uh, somebody approach us, uh, somebody my wife, Sarah, knows, right? And uh, they approached us and were interested in one. And I was actually really happy because I already the, I had the design sitting sure, there. Yeah. I just wanted to put it on. Yeah. And uh, it has got a lot of really good reception. So, yeah, what has that been like at SEMA? You guys have a, a full-size Ram, say like 2500. You guys have a ZR2 and you have a JL in your booth all with your front and rear bumpers and with your mule rack systems. Are people starting to finally discover you guys? Because you've been sort of a small manufacturer for a long time. You've got your booth at Moab and a few mm -hmm. other shows and stuff. And you guys are pretty big on, on Facebook and, and social, but you've never really had a massive presence at a show. And I think this is the biggest I've ever seen you. It's really exciting for me to watch your business grow. Yeah, and it's definitely the biggest presence that we have had at the show. And yeah, I, th I think we are. I mean, I had. I don't know if they want me to say this, but I had some guys from Chevy wandering through here checking stuff out, which nice. is always cool. You always, know, yeah. To have guys like that. Um, 
I think in, in the industry side of it, a lot of people know who we are. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just outside of the industry that it seems like a lot of people are always discovering us. So. But I've been doing this theme with people I've been talking to this afternoon of family-owned business made in the USA. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you guys fit that exactly. You're, you're a we small family business and yep. uh, you and your wife and, and your mm -hmm. family own it, run it. And uh, you guys are in Utah. Mm -hmm. and. You're, you're making stuff. You're using American manufacturing and materials and making it happen. So yep. uh, congratulations to you guys. It's, it's obviously I've had your stuff on my personal vehicles before. I love it. I've always had a great experience with it. Uh, you guys are just awesome people and, and friends. And we can talk about the uh, the front bumper. We talk about the rear bumper. I, I'm interested in your Ram rear bumper because I think yeah. that's sort of unique. Let's, let's look go at check it? out uh, that. It's our dual swing out system. We have it on, on the Oh yeah, you got, a, too. you got a mid-sized version, so, got it. Okay. Yeah, we got a mid-sized version too. But yeah, it's it's a nice little system. So we did a proprietary latch mechanism. So it's kind of, it's our own thing. We didn't, a lot of guys are using something off the shelf that they yeah. can find. And I remember you'd been working on this latching system for a long time. Years, many years, yeah. I mean, we did that first prototype way back when, yeah. right? Um, and that one was actually all On the back of a Tundra or something, Yeah, it was on it? a Tundra, yeah. Okay. yeah. And that one opened with a key fob. I mean, that was kind of cool. Yeah. But we always had issues with electronics. And for me, sure. it's kind of like, okay, hey, you get way out in the desert, yeah. something like that, and that's not working, and you don't have access to the back, you're in trouble. So sure. I knew I needed something that was more mechanical and would be, would be more reliable. And if you needed to, you, you still could get away inside, right, if something failed, sure. right? So it took us a few years, a few renditions to finally get something that worked, and this is what we came up with. And, and let me set the stage here. So you have a rear bumper, so it has yep. the light cut out. So it's your, it's your, you know, fairly typical in terms of look. Um, rear yep. aftermarket bumper. What's special about these is you actually have two hinge tailgates portions. It's what a 60/40 split or a 70/30 split? They're equal. Oh, they're you know equal. I mean? Okay, they're so, dead center. But yeah. you have you have a so, uh, like a, a matrix of mounting things. So what, right. on the left hand side, the spare tire is mounted to the rear bumper just like on a Jeep, but it's on a Ram truck. And on the other side, you have uh, gas cans. Correct. And so it allows you the, you know, the, it's basically modular mounting system. It allows right. you to put whatever you want back there. Yep, that's exactly it. I mean, if you wanted to carry, right now we have the tire on the driver's side. Yeah. We can move it to the passenger side. Okay. The jerry cans, we can move to the other side. We also have like a pull pal high lift mount combo. We have a single high lift mount. Um, you can do, uh, we have our jerry cans on here, but you can do like a, uh, like a NATO can style jerry yeah. mount, which yeah. we have a single one on the, the uh, Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. You can also do one, you can do three stacked all side by side. They're all stacked together. So and I, I'm swinging it here and the effort, you, yeah. you have a locking Pop pin, pin, which is yeah. cool. And then the effort to close it. And this is what a 40 inch tire. That's a 40. Yeah. Is, I mean, just super, super yeah, smooth. It's super easy. And, the trickiest part with a 40 is actually getting to the lever because you have to yeah, reach, down. reach under the tire. But, yeah. you know, no, it, it fits the back of it perfectly. It's very cool. Yeah, they just—it's a clean—it's a clean mechanism. I dig it. So let's talk about your mule rack system. On the Ram, you have right. a, a bed rack system with a rooftop tent on it, which yeah. I like this style where you keep the rooftop tent sort of out of the airflow by uh, by being able to keep it above keep the bed. It, yeah. But in this setup, you have it a little bit taller so you can access the bed carrier coolers and all that. So it's sort of like a, right. ends up being like a two-tiered storage system. And yeah. What are, are you making this for uh, for all the trucks now, or just Ram, or is it no, universal? No, no, this, this one's universal. I mean, okay. you can mount this on pretty much uh, almost on any bed. I came up with it. Originally, we were doing it on the Toyotas, right? And we were using Toyotas little like um, in-bed rail yeah, system, sure. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I came up with a good clamp that was its own kind of little animal that clamps right in, locks down. 
And so now you can put them on just about every truck. So we've, oh, we've awesome. put them on Chevys, Fords. And obviously Dodges, sturdy yeah. enough to hold a platform tent. Yeah, no problem. You, you can happily probably, the truth of it is you probably happily hold 800 pounds on that. Yeah. Just in a, a static kind sure. of load situation. And you guys are actually, but, you're in Utah, you guys are actually off-roaders. So you're designing are, this yeah. for the people who are going over the roughest terrain out there. It's not just for looks. It's not just, you're, you're actually designing, developing for the overlander, for somebody who needs a solid, durable product that's going to be able to fit their lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. We, I mean, Utah's tons of will and it. And oh, one of my favorite places. Very dynamic too. You know what I mean? You have Moab, which is you all rocks, rocky, rock crawling. sand, you have washes. Yep. I mean, there's so much to see and do there. And depending on what side of the state you're on, it's all different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, looking over at your mule rack setup, uh, especially like the one on the JL here and on the Colorado, mm -hmm. it follows the body lines. And sort yeah. of has a really unique aesthetic that I don't think I've seen anybody do before. It, yeah, so it took me a little while to figure out a way to actually make a rack that I was pleased with, right? Sure. I've seen a lot in the market that people do and, um, you know, to each his own, right? But for me, I kind of, maybe I just have a high standard of what I want to put out, you right, know what I mean? Right. I really have a high standard for myself. So. I think that shows in your products too. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so, so I put a lot of time into thinking about how to do, I actually probably put almost two years into thinking about how would I make a rack because we've done tube ones, right? We've yeah. done tube racks and everything Along like that. Along with everybody else. Yeah, and it's like, they're, they're okay, we liked them, but yeah. they just didn't have what I wanted and they weren't really pushing that edge, you yeah. know what I mean? So this is, for those of you who are, who are following along and listening, it's a uh, like a, a sheet metal uh, rack that matches the body lines that wraps around like a 360 fence around the, the rack portion for aerodynamics and again matches the body lines and almost looks like it belongs on top of the vehicle where a lot of racks look like an afterthought. Right, yeah. And there's, you notice on the edges, that the each ed corner edge just has a nice large radius, yeah. rounded radius. We wanted to do some really stuff, good stuff and, and make it look really clean. The thing about it that was also very important to me is that it had to be very rigid. Yeah. And so it took me a while to figure out how do you make it rigid? How do you, how do you make it so everything is gonna tie in and be super tight? And uh, it was actually at SEMA, I think, two years ago, I was walking around and it was after it was over and it was nice and it was weird because it was very quiet, right? And uh, all of a sudden something clicked in my head and I'm like, oh, you know, if I just form it this way and if I do it this way and... Uh, SEMA inspiration. It, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was great, you know, and so... Uh, and I love the integrated light bar up there too, the, having the slots and yeah. the light bar in the roof rack and not have to get another mount. Yeah, no, and that was that was the other thing too. We, and we wanted to look just clean, yeah. you know. I, I always clean. want to go with that. I want to be clean. I want it to be functional. Same with the uh, Colorado here. It, it follows the roof line, so it looks like it's an actual extension of the body. It's very cool. Yeah, it's it, it turned out to be a really good rack. And uh, so we have it available on 4Runners, Tundras. You do have to, some of the Toyotas is great because Toyota will actually give you the yeah, mount holes, like Tacoma. which is great. Yeah, yeah Tacoma. Um, but uh, some of them we do have to do drilling, and it's just the nature of beast if you know if you want sure. it to be strong. But um, overall, I really am happy about how they turned out. And the racks have gotten good uh, good response here, seem as well. Yeah, a lot of people really like the JL one. Yeah, that's um, great. they're really excited about it. So a lot of people like it because there is no drilling on it. You know, right. we did the gutter clamp kind of thing, which is kind of cool because the JL has gutters the entire length of the roof, yeah, unlike JK, which so only had awesome. them over the yeah. Yeah, I was so part. happy that Jeep did that. Yeah. You know, I was like, wow, I'm glad that they. 
they realized that that was important. And uh, awesome you know? for you to have taken advantage of it and make yeah. a product, well, right? That's what I like doing. <laughs> cool, man. Well, well, congratulations on the success of Expedition One. If people want to follow you on, on Facebook or Instagram, where do they go? So Facebook and Instagram, it's just Expedition One. I think Instagram is Expedition underscore one. And then I think uh, the other one is just Expedition One under uh, for Facebook. It's yep. just Expedition One Cars. Uh, so it is exp-one.com or expedition1.biz or expedition1store.com. So you can find you uh, pretty much everywhere. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're all over. So. All right, brother. Well, well, appreciate you taking the time. And uh, again, I'm really stoked on your success to watch you guys grow over the years and, and to see this big booth at SEMA with all these vehicles in it with some really killer product. I am couldn't be happier. Yeah, me too, man. I really appreciate you stopping by. Got it. Talk to you soon. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I am here in the Bilstein booth. And by the way, everybody says Bilstein. It's not Bilstein, it's Bilstein. You have to think of it like Beerstein. That's how you can remember. Is that correct? Yes. All right, so this is my buddy Shane Kassad. You guys have heard him before. He's been uh, on the show. He's been on the Off-Road Expo episode. And now we are doing our SEMA bonus special. I was walking by the booth. I'm like, yeah, you know, we just talked to them at Off-Road Expo. Probably nothing new. Boy, was I wrong. What the heck is going on in your booth here? This killer JL setup. And I don't know, there's a bunch of stuff in here I haven't seen before. So why don't you walk me through it? Well, yeah, the JL's, it's all new, so we uh, want to do a really good job and make a really awesome set of shocks. So we're obviously going to do our 5100s, 5160s, and all that, but on uh, the JL, we're going to do our 8100 line. We're going to do bypass what? shocks. What? Uh, we've got so a... Same, man- same ones I have on my JK. as a yes. prototype on the JK for you guys, yep. and they are freaking phenomenal, although I heard on the JK with the same lift you have on my, uh, or on the JL with the same lift I have on my JK, you get about two inches more travel out of it. Yeah, this one in particular, this has a, uh, a rock crawler kit on it, and according to them, it gets 12 and a half inches of front and 13 and a half of rear, and we're gonna have bypass shocks on it. Dude, mine and gets 10 and a half or something like that, and I was, solid axle, Jeep out in the desert, you guys gave me my Jeep back, just hammered down, I was running out of horsepower because it was soaking up stuff, I took a, uh, I've taken a Raptor, a brand new uh, Chevy ZR2, a Toyota TRD Pro, all over the same cross stitch at the same mileage. And the TRD Pro bucks really hard and it kicks the rear up. And then on the ZRT, the ZR2, it takes it, but the rebound control is a little light. And so you end up uh, topping out the suspension. You can feel the tires rip, rip, kind of rip the truck down. The Raptor is like, but it's really soft. My Jeep, I'm like, all right, well, I gotta know. So hit my Jeep and I ended up going like five, 10 miles an hour faster. It's like 55, 60. And my wife is with me and we hit the cross stitch. He goes, everybody puckers. And she, it goes, dunk, dunk. And she looks at me and she's like, whoa. And that's my wife who's not even a car person really, you know, it's yeah. just like unbelievable. So I can't even imagine that type of shock with a uh, with 12 inches, two more inches of travel. Yeah. Dude. And 13 and a half in the back, according to the manufacturer of the kit. That's so, crazy. Yeah, at work, they're like, oh, you solid axles can't go fast, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and uh, you guys are we're about bi- ready to prove them wrong. You guys are here. putting bypasses on solid axles. And nobody died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this, is, this is awesome because what you guys are doing is a completely bolt-in high-end shock. So whatever lift kit you have, you guys just throw the shock in there. And then with a the bypass, you can dial it into your, your liking, right? Yeah, pretty much the wheel offset will be one of the things that that are going to be a consideration. Sure. Uh, we're doing, uh, we're making them fit for four and a half inch backspace with Perfect. 37s. Okay, pretty so standard. We, pretty standard, but um, yeah, direct bolt on. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, should I do a coil over? Yeah. And I'm like, 
I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, in my, in our opinion, sure. A bolt-on shock with a bypass, it's yeah. adjustable. You can do it, but then you need to have the mounts. Sometimes there's welding, sometimes there's bolt-on mounts, and then you have the complexity of the coil system. Whereas on keeping just your standard coil spring with a bypass shock, is it's bolt-in. And if you have a lease or whatever, you can enjoy it. And you guys being a tier one automotive supplier, you already have the rubbers and durability down in terms of the finishes and coatings. and. Uh, I will tell you, there's no clicking on my Jeep at all. Yeah. There's no sound. It drives. You would never know that you had anything but a normal monotube on it until Except you. Except for it rides way better. It is the <laughs> best riding JK I've ever been in. I, I'm not even kidding about that. But what, the performance level that that thing has on the desert is just freaking unbelievable. Yeah, it's really cool because uh, a lot of times when you put these big shocks on, it makes it rider up on the street where you pick yeah. up a lot of high frequency. I mean, the bypass, obviously, it. it it bypasses it makes it kind of softer and just more supple it mutes the high frequency stuff and then off-road it it just uh you know just soaks a lot of stuff up but now back to the coilover thing coilover gets you no more travel right because you have dry drive line um limitations limitations right? yeah. so why not just put a great shock in the stock location you're going to get the same wheel travel and it's going to be a you're lot not less hassle. Your frame no drilling in or anything yeah. and now I noticed on these shocks are a little bit different than mine. I've got the old school adjuster where you pull out the tool and you make it happen. Um, you guys have some just killer anodized like uh, I guess click adjusters, right? Or, or finger tight adjusters that you can do it without tools. It'll be a manual click adjuster okay. that you can do by hand, so you don't need to get the tool out. Oh my god! So it's so crazy, dude. I mean, just. I'm stoked. Not only does the Jeep look good, but the shock in there, I, I hope people know what they're looking at. And, and I've had a chance to go off-roading with you guys a lot and, and experience your really high-end stuff. Um, and I've always been impressed. So seeing what you're doing with the JL, I mean, I know we just finished my JK, but man, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm jealous of that setup right there. That is a sweet looking Jeep. Yeah, definitely so. Uh, so. Anything else uh, in the in the Bilstein uh, universe that's, uh, that's new and noteworthy for SEMA? Uh, that's that's the biggest thing right there. Um, after SEMA, we're going to start doing uh, the testing on it. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, just uh, new applications for like 60 millimeter and stuff like that. But the, the main thing that we've been working on um, over the last probably six months is more 8100 projects. So yes. We've got Forerunner. We've got Tundra coming. Sick. JK. We'll have Super Duty, so we'll have a... Well, that shock on the Super Duty has got to be unbelievable. I, yeah. can't, I can't wait to see that application when it comes out. And then how have the 8100s been selling? The first, obviously, was the, the Tacoma setup, the 8112s on the Tacoma. Um, have you guys seen a lot of really good responses they launched? Yeah, definitely so. Um, enough people have, have them now that it's cool that people actually come up to me and say they rode in one yeah. or Dude, their friend had one. Yeah and how smooth it rides sure. and they, they want it for whatever else car they have and um, we really put a lot of effort into it. Uh, the main thing is that, like I said, we're just trying to get rid of the high frequency with these position sensitive dampers and still soak up the big bumps is kind of the, the point. And, Plus, everybody at work's really excited about it, too, because uh, a lot of us are enthusiasts. We're off-roaders. All of you are. I, I pull in the parking lot there in Poway at the headquarters, and it's like everything's lifted or lowered or a race car or DTM or 
uh, you know, just everything. You got yeah. a whole mix of stuff out there. And I, when you go in the lobby, there's like race cars and parts hanging from the ceiling. So I would say you guys are pretty much enthusiasts. Yeah, so everyone's excited about it. And it's cool that people want to uh, step it up and put these kind of products on their cars. So so what about the uh, all new Ram 1500 and Silverado 1500? Obviously, those are new platforms. And um, I think that they can definitely benefit. I think the, the FRS shocks that are offered, obviously, you guys are on uh, on Rebel, which is awesome. But the standard truck is only on a FRS twin tube shop, shock, which is a frequency response system that FCA has put in place. And I don't think they're nearly as good as some of your mid-level shocks. And then on the uh, on the T1 platform, which is the, the all new uh, Chevys, they have uh, monotubes as well. But I think they can definitely benefit from an upgrade. Are those things you guys are uh, going to have applications out for soon, or, or, or do you have them out now? Uh, soon. We're working on all that. So we've got the also the Ranger that's coming out. Ranger, yeah. So we got four big platforms this year. Well, and JT. Yep. If the Jeep uh, Jeep JL pickup truck coming out here, announced in about another month or so at yeah. LA Auto Show. So on all those on the GM, the the Ram, and the Raptor, we're going to do a full line. So I mean, from from replacement up to 8100s, if we can get them on there. So that's our plan. Awesome. And. Uh, you know, right off the bat, like the, the 5100 ride height adjustable is going to be probably our bigger sellers sure. there because people want to level the car out. Yep, yep. They bought a new car, they want to level it. So that'll probably be the first thing we do, then ride on up, ride on up the board. So. so when are we going wheeling again? It's been too long, and you've got 8100s on your 4Runner. I've got them on my JK, so I think we need to go do some gnarly fast trail and go have some fun because it's, uh, it's been a while. Didn't you say January? Hey, let's get it in the calendar because I'm going to be ready to go. Let's get it in the calendar. All right, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right, thanks. And now, Holman, we're standing with one of our favorite humans on the whole planet, Mr. Greg Randolph with Decked. This is what, your third year at SEMA with Decked? This is actually our fifth. Oh, your fifth. Oh, yeah. hot damn. The response it just seems to get better all the time. I mean, we have, we actually know people here now. It takes a few years, sure, right, yeah. to make the relationships and, uh, we're having a really good time. We have a great crew here and people are just, they're stoked. We have happy customers coming by and and happy dealers and a couple grumpy ones here and there, but generally, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a fun year, people are having a good time no, this, this is, this is a great year at SEMA. Was there anybody who's asked for something you guys don't make that maybe you were surprised about, an application or a, a vehicle? Well, not really that I haven't thought about or haven't you know had people ask for, but stuff I haven't thought about. So, you know, you see people back there just, their gears are grinding yeah, in their yeah. head. And I, there was a couple guys I was talking to just a minute ago, and and you could see they were, you know, smoke was coming out their ears <laughs> of what they were going to do. And uh, turn to find out, come to find out, they actually invented the one of the versions of the uh, timber sled. Oh, interesting. And sold it, and now they're. I don't know what a timber sled is. It's a uh, timber sled is like a motorcycle, a snowmobile track you attach to your motorcycle and a ski, oh. so you can convert your motorcycle into a winter machine. They're super cool. Really, really cool and pretty, like, still, like, kind of new. Like, not everyone knows what that is. And uh, they sold that. Now they're into, they're getting into truck bodies. So oh, I'm pretty excited to hear what these, uh, you know, see what they're going to okay. come up with. Yeah. You need to see if they can obviously integrate the decked system. Yeah, and think of things that no one else is thinking of. So, Have you debuted anything new at this particular SEMA that we didn't know about last time we spoke? Uh, we did. Let me get one here, and I'll show it to you on the radio. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, we uh, we just brought out a new toolbox called the Crossbox. I sent you guys a couple of them. Okay, well, yeah. maybe oh, just wait. maybe just one. I got one. No, dude, that was. Uh, I got one. I was not a happy camper, but it's don't fine. take it personally. Don't take. We we've got one for you. It's on its way. <laughs> the box is in the mail. Uh, it's Crossbox. It's a half size of the D box that people know that. It's a small toolbox that is integrated into the drawers, so it sits right in. It nests. It saves you space, and it like 
gives you a space to put all your stuff in that's organized. And so you can take those out to the job or to the park or whatever you're doing. And uh, fits in the midsize uh, drawer, the narrow drawer sideways. And then in the, or lengthwise, and in the big drawers it fits uh, crossways. Have you been told by any of the customers um, any interesting applications? Like did a guy buy um, a Tundra deck system and then fit it in like an old van? Or has there been any of those weird retrofits? Well probably the coolest use I've seen is uh, I saw a Halloween display set up with a deck system and uh, how so? Well, they Full filled. Of candy? They, they made the drawers coffins, and there were skeletons. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's pretty smart. Gosh. I would have just that application full of candy. is like hands down the best one I've seen. Could you imagine if you had the free candy van, you had a deck system in it, how much more candy you could carry? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty classic. Have you picked up any new dealers? Because that's why you're here. Uh, a few new dealers. We've talked to some, you know, like to the OEs a little bit. Some of the big online guys. So we've got great meetings here this week. Great. Um, a lot of international businesses here for us. People coming to walk in the show and some new distributor opportunities. More so importantly, did anyone thank you for uh, sponsoring the Truck Show podcast? <laughs> you know, kind of doubt I, that. I have not gotten so much as a cold beer out of this oh, deal. Oh, snap. Man. Why did you bring that up? That was the worst question of the afternoon, oh, you oh, asshole. I'm going to recover. I'm going to recover. Hold I'm on. kidding, guys. Yeah, right, I'm right, kidding, right. guys. Um, right, do it again. Try did, it again. Did anybody say, hey, I found out about you on the Truck Show podcast? Uh, we have heard a couple people come hey. by and tell us that. It's working. Ooh, sweet. We owe you a nice cold beer. The, yeah. <laughs> those are the so two people that I only, only need about you know 20,000 more and we'll be there. <laughs> keep, it, keep it coming. We are going to... Uh, I'll take a couple more than 20. We're so. going to hijack a Budweiser truck. Yeah. And just pull it up to your front door. Just, yeah. fill up, just fill up the drawers with beers and everything will be all right. That's right. Yeah. You know, it, they'll get it back. It just won't have beer in it. It won't be harmed. What about you guys? What, like, tell me about your show. I mean, you were talking earlier about some of the stories. You guys have had some highlights, obviously. Yeah. Talk about raccoons. I'll interview you. <laughs> well, no. It's been a really fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, it's been busier than I expected. Oh this my is God, my busy, like yeah. 17th year something here. Me too. Um, we uh, presented a couple of awards for Toyo out in the Tread Pass, and As that the was that was fun. Podcast. As the Truck Podcast, that yeah, deal. that was pretty fun. And um, awesome. explain to explain to what the. Um, the Ferrari powered. Um, oh yeah, one of the winners was a '68 Mustang with a Ferrari 430 V8 with a oh. California oh. intake turned on it, just so the intake would face the right way. And it wow. was it, what was it called? Uh, corrupt. Corrupt. And so that's hilarious. So it, on, we unveiled the award on Halloween and joked that the ghost of Enzo Ferrari was coming back to uh, to haunt them for doing that. <laughs> that's uh, awesome. And then I had a chance to do a launch pad for SEMA for the uh, Young Executive Network, which is awesome. Which is like. Uh, uh, Shark Tank for uh, SEMA attendees and young entrepreneurs, Ooh. and did a uh, did a networking lunch for like a mentoring deal. We did a brew talks yesterday. So yeah, well, we've been busy. Truck Show Podcast has been uh, out and about, and uh, and hopefully getting more listeners who want to buy decked products. It's been an awesome show for us. Any any tales of you know debauchery or no, misdeeds? I, honestly, like, th there, I think we we were both talking about that, and that's not to say that we're old, we're but old. we go so You're hard old. during the day. You're old too. You I'm have, not as old you as you. Have as much I will never be as old as, as you. I That's because <laughs> I have are, more of beard. You guys, yeah, are you have more beard. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think we just we drank our warm milk and fell right asleep last we night. We do. Oh, dude, he <laughs> fell asleep in his clothes without getting into the bed at all. Yeah, like on Monday night after the first day of the show. That's the stage. Just, that's, that's stage that's five. Done. That's stage five. <laughs> yeah, stage five. <laughs> I uh, and it was. It was the funny. TV was on at stage five. Oh, the TV was still on. I was. I woke up at seven. I didn't even get the mid the midnight get up and go. Oh, I have three more hours. No, no, no. I was uh, in bed, woke up at 7, and go, oh, I have to actually get up now. And I didn't move. I swear I didn't move at all that night. So, what's the, what's the typical response from the person who's never seen decked? What is their, what's their reaction? You're seeing all the faces of everyone who slides those buttery smooth drawers out. Oh, yeah. I mean, we call it the, uh, the money pole. 
people oh, look the at money it. Pool. I like they that. look at it and they kind of you can see they're like, well, you know, you tell them like, just grab the handle and open up the drawer, and they're just like, oh, <laughs> get it. So literally, wow, you're seeing thousands so of light bulbs. Well, and going. I showed Greg a picture of the uh, truck trend van, which has a deck system in the back, and we just got back from pickup truck of the year, and I showed him, look, we have all this crap piled in the back of the van before we'd have to dig through everything. Now, all the stuff that stays in the van lives in the deck drawers, and all the miscellaneous that we bring on the trip is on top. So now, even with everybody's gear and stuff loaded in the van, coolers and all that, slide out of the drawer and get whatever you need. We keep, like, detail rags and toolbox and all that stuff. It's been awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's a sign of being smarter and better looking. You're going to make more money. Man, if that would make me better looking, I would buy a deck to every paycheck. <laughs> or a couple. <laughs> a couple. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> decked on a deck on a deck to the back of your truck. Can you, can you stack them? I guess we never asked that question. Uh, you can stack. You can do a double decker. Double decker? Yeah, you can do an upper decker. Can you do an upper decker? <laughs> oh, no, we don't want any upper decker. <laughs> the upper decker is when it, never mind. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is where this interview just went sideways. <laughs> That's okay. I got to tell you guys. We're punchy. Though, it's I, the I have to say the coolest thing all weekend for me was I got to go to Speed Vegas. Oh, dude. Oh, did you? I got uh, invited what? and I ended up not going because it was that, too is busy. Is that the Ferraris or yes. Lamborghinis? Supercars. And they're expanding into the desert soon, pro too. Pro desert trucks. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they have a, like What'd a you drive? 12 turn. Uh, well, we drove Razors off-road in the desert. Nice. And then I was going to get to drive a Ferrari 488, which okay. would have been super cool, but it got dark. Oh. But everyone else got to drive. I was sort of the host, so I made sure that all the people that I was with got to drive. They yeah, got to drive. Right. So. Oh, so you rented it out? Yeah, we had a we had. And hurricane. there's two guys that didn't get in, uh, invites. I'm, oh, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure we might have, well, and then we got well, busy or something. Well, well, well. You wait a second. I remember getting one. I don't know if it you was got an invite on, on. Well, I definitely got an invite to Speed Vegas. I just don't remember what night it was. I would never have invited you guys. You guys always get to do all the fun stuff, you know. That was oh, for good people point. Like me. It's <laughs> not cool. It's like cool. I drive every time I come out the 15 on the Vegas. I go, oh, I need to stop there this and time. You never have. Nope, mm-hmm. I haven't. And you blew our opportunity. My opportunity. I blew my opportunity. <laughs> you did. Well, I gotta say too, as part of a contest we did with Real Truck. So we had a enter to win. Just give us your email address, and it was the full throttle to Vegas, to SEMA contest, nice. right? And so this couple won out of New York. The guy, the SEMA was a bucket list uh, item for this guy. Awesome. You know, like a life. So and he doesn't fly. Oh wow! But he got on an airplane to come here. Wow! And he has been so stoked. We've had him all weekend. So. Speed Vegas. Are you putting him on a Greyhound to send him home, or yeah, he's, he's like, going to fly home? Yeah, he's no, he's he's red eyed or red eye. He is not missing a minute. He's been walking the show. Good for Eyes him. have been blown. He got to ride, drive like high performance razors, <laughs> pro trucks, supercar. I mean, that's awesome. And then see all of the best cars under Ever. this roof. Yeah, and I mean, for someone who's never seen this, it's super. It's really, really special. Especially if you're not parked yeah. in a booth all day and you get to cruise. Right? Exactly. Yeah. If you're not working, it's a blast. It, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So. All right. Well, dude. Get back to work. You've got more deck to sell. Uh, and, go. and we'll keep helping you the best we can. And, uh, yeah, please, everybody out there, buy lots and lots of deck products because the show wouldn't be possible without Greg. 20,000 sales. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we know his number, I'm a little worried. I need a drink right oh, now yeah. a lot. Or well, 20,000 no, beers. Don't say that because he's going to make you buy him a drink. <laughs> let's do that right now. On, <laughs> right seriously, now. Seriously, hold on. Let's go. Let's get him a drink. All right, let's go. The Truck Show, The Truck Show, The Truck Show, oh, oh. Vegas, baby, Vegas.